everybody welcome back to another four of a kind podcast special guests well depends on how you want to find special <laughs> special guests in here tonight um so uh obviously colton laws as you can see on video we're going to recap his professional career probably go a little bit more in detail yeah this man um, was with us on episode two two what are we at 31 this will be number 31 31 yeah really? you was back before we wasn't famous now that we are famous no, just <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we're going to recap on that, talk a little bit about our previous trip in Arkansas, and then uh, we also got into a little fender bender. We did. A big fender a bender. A big fender bender. A couple we, fender as benders. in we couldn't find her fender. <laughs> and we, we, was on, and we was on a bender. <laughs> we were on a bender. <laughs> we need to touch on that, too. Well, cool deal. Well, honey, I appreciate you getting down with us, man. It's going to be a good time. We're getting down. I mean, I'm on every every episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you the real you the real one. Yeah, it's almost right. like it's your place. Yeah, I know. It's almost like I pay the bills here. <laughs> no, this sponsor is sponsored by Brandon Honeycutt's Power Bill. But, well, all right, man, well, let's – um, what we'll do – is I know last time we hit a bunch of stuff. Recap real quick. We ain't going to be real quick. We got time. Uh, you talk about high school, college, switch to college, draft. I don't know. Just, I don't just know. go real quick. Maybe. I know you've told it a hundred times, but this is like the real one. Yeah, just tell tell your story. Started out. Started off here local from Faith. Uh, went to Carson with both of you. Honeycutt a couple years mm-hmm. younger. Played baseball, basketball, uh, got a scholarship to East Carolina, went there for a semester. That's about all I could take, a bunch of partying. Um, transferred to UNC Charlotte, played two years there for baseball. Uh, got drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays in the seventh round. Went on to play almost six years, five and a half seasons, almost six years. Had a couple shoulder surgeries. And called it quits back in May of last year. It's crazy. It's been that long. <clears throat> Feels like it was yesterday. Time flies. I I tell you what, that was. I knew when that time come, you would do something. But that Instagram post, that was wild. That was a good post. Yeah. Obviously, the appreciation. It was it was deep hearted because it's bittersweet. You know, it sucks to be done, but at the same time, you gotta be thankful for the stuff that. You got to go through the stuff that I got to see that I would have never been able to see without baseball. Mm. I mean, I remember seeing some of the same force that Cameron Haynes hunts, like for bulls in Oregon, and like yeah, would have no. never saw that without baseball, and especially for them to you know pay for it all and you not have to pay anything. That was that was cool all up and down the West Coast from Oregon, Washington, Vancouver. Um, Idaho, and then all up the opposite end of the East Coast, Michigan, um, Iowa. Did you say which one's your favorite? Like place we play? Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time in Florida just from all the rehab. Florida was cool. There's so much to do in Florida. Yeah. Um, Vancouver was actually really cool. You know, I mean, 
not big on big cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking the other day, like there's no way we could live in Charlotte. I go, couldn't. There no. ain't a chance. You Just could. the parking makes it rough. <laughs> it Parking's is. terrible. We ain't we ain't built for it. No, no. Mm-hmm. But Vancouver was actually really cool. I don't know for a fact, but I think they're strict on like gun laws and stuff. So you didn't like oh, well, Can- it was safe. Yeah, Canada in general. Yeah, yeah. I think Canada yeah. is strict, but like Vancouver was awesome, man. There was, I got some stories. They were safe. I felt like it was always so you're, safe. You're like, saying if we had gun control, we'd be more safe? Absolutely not. <laughs> but no, I mean, I felt safe. Like just the terrain, looking at the houses there. If you looked at those same houses here, you feel like maybe you were in the backside of Salisbury and stuff. You might not feel so safe there. It was just like. It was normal. Different like vibe. A, yeah, you just yeah. felt walking around it, you know, late at night. You felt, I felt safe. I had a good time. Doors unlocked and everything like that? Uh, I can't remember if they kept the doors. I actually stayed with a Jewish family there. That was my host family. Really? And it was a little different, man. I don't think I touched on this Give me some names. What was the names? Oh, God, man. This is, see, I stayed with a Jewish family in 2017, so that was the first time. This past time, they weren't doing uh, host families because COVID stuff. They hadn't started back, so I was in a hotel. Um, I think the little my little brother host brother was named Brandon actually. Was it really? Host brother Brandon. Then there was a daughter. I can't remember her name. Her sister, my sister, host sister. Uh, but they had weird stuff that you couldn't do. Like you couldn't put dairy and meat on the same plate. So if you made a sandwich, you weren't supposed to put like mayonnaise. They uh, <laughs> like you'd have to Google no, and find you. out the specific stuff. But they were very. Yeah. Was it just you in the family? Or they have like other ball players. No, it was me and uh, Reggie Pruitt. Dude. We stayed together. Oh, okay. Ray, Reggie's Reggie's fingers. <laughs> Reggie, that's Reggie. Reggie what, were they a Jewish just by chance or coincidence, or did they have to be? No, Jewish? I requested it. Like I wanted to stay. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, they, you don't get it. Like a oh, Jewish okay. Canadian they man just yeah. happened to be. I, but I think Vancouver, like they have all different types of people. Like you got people from China. You got. Did they just sign up? As a family who hosts ball yeah, players? Yeah, you sign up, and that that my host dad was actually the team doctor. So he, like, he was well off, but he did took, you, you didn't call him host dad, did you? Yeah, I called him Padre. No, <laughs> no, I, did, I, can't, I can't remember his host name. Host dad? Host Can I make dad? a sandwich? Use the same plate? <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't imagine Meg whipping up a sandwich and having to look over your shoulder and right shoulder, but I'm going to put some mayonnaise on this bitch. <laughs> the, the mom was pretty cool. She was cool about, like, she, she was like, look, we understand you're from a different place, and obviously... Like, you're not used to this. But the dad, you felt like a little bit. You better respect, like, what he's about. Mm. You better put that on the right plate. That just seems uh, so odd. Like, just it was. moving into a house with well, dude, people, like, imagine random this. strangers. Imagine when I was drafted, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed almost every bit of it. But imagine getting drafted and getting put in a room a week from when you're drafted. You have to report there. You're put into a room with somebody you've never met before, and that's your hotel room with this guy. He for could, how long? I think you were there for a month. We were in Florida for about a month. So you had to live with this guy. You didn't know the first thing about him. And he just got drafted, too. He just got drafted, too. The guy I actually roomed with first, Zach Logue, he was a super cool guy. I got lucky. He was cool. He went to Kentucky, University of Kentucky, and he actually made it to the big league with the uh, athletics. He got traded. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in the bigs. Uh, I think now he's maybe with the Royals. But he went, he super cool guy. But, like, yeah, you can get put with a terrible person. Oh, wow. And if somebody that wants to party all night and you're trying to sleep, like, there's, <clears throat> there was different situations to where you could be, you can end up real lucky or you can end up 
on the opposite end with maybe somebody from a different country who didn't have to speak English. So, <clears throat> timeline-wise, got drafted seven days, had to report, you went to Florida. How long was you there? We were there for a month, and they came out and told us where you were going to go. And I didn't have a passport at the time, so it was either you either reported to Bluefield, West Virginia, or um, Vancouver. Because back then, Vancouver was our rookie ball team. Okay. And it, they swapped a bunch of stuff around. So you went to West Virginia, correct? I went to West Virginia until How I got a passport. Uh, I want to say maybe six to eight weeks. And then I got my passport. Then and you then went? Then I went to Canada. Where, where, okay, well, because Michigan's somewhere, right? Lansing, Michigan, yeah, that uh, was our. That's Lansing, like lug nuts or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, Canada, and you was in Canada for how long? Probably two months, two and a half months, something like that. We actually won the championship. I got a ring from that, a big ring. Like the, the rookie ball was in, like. It was, the, a, it was called advanced rookie ball advanced. back then. That's when the, yeah, the higher level of the rookie side. Yeah, what you call yeah, it, have you explain yeah. it to me. Um, well, two months Canada. And then is that an injury or no? Two months, Canada. That's kind of when it all started. I remember I, like the second day I got there, I started pitching, but I only pitched one inning. And then the took two days off, and I started pitching again and pitched two innings. And that's when, like, all the shoulder stuff started. And then two months, Canada. And then from there. From there, the next year. So the season ended. We won a championship. Next year, come back in. And shoulder hurt a little bit. Did about a month of rehab. Got me back to where I could pitch. Then I went to Lansing, Michigan that year. That was 2018. Now, did you did you ever have any shoulder issues in high school, or did all Not this kind of start in college? It all or, uh, when you got drafted. It all started like seriously in pro ball. Now I had like sore shoulder, sore arm stuff, normal stuff, yeah. but it all started to where it was getting serious in pro ball. But yeah, started there. Um, Got all the way, went finished. So I started in Bluefield for a little bit, started in Vancouver right after that, and then I actually ended in Vancouver. Huh. This is I was on the Vancouver team when I when we called it quit. So well, back to Michigan. How long was you in Michigan? You say that full year, two thousand eighteen, the whole year. All right. Then after that, come home. Season's over. Then after that, you went back to. At the end of two thousand eighteen was the first year I got my first surgery. And that was the big one. No, no that, that was the that minor was one. That was the small. That was the arthroscopic surgery. That was a uh, that was the time using the sling with his duck hunting, correct? Yes, that and was. I went, to, I went to get you out of the boat, and I wasn't thinking. I grabbed your arm. Yes, that I, was. I it. went to grab, and he went. Ugh! I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, because you couldn't take it. You could. You, Dude, you that, wasn't even shooting, right? No, I was just gonna. I was record. I was gonna video y'all, but we didn't shoot. Yeah, crap. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. I yeah, I got out. But there I told the doctor because I remember it came in on November eighth that year. The second split, mm. and I told the doctor, I think I got the surgery on like November fifth. And I told the doctor, I was like, "Look, duck season comes in in three days. Like, I'm trying to be back in duck cut." He said, "Well, you won't be shooting." And I, I remember, I was like, "All right, well, if I'm not shooting, then I'm gonna." It was Doctor Andrews, the big time doctor. I think we went over it a little bit last time. Yeah, he did the, who the surgeries on Breeze, Michael Breeze. Jordan, Roger Clemens, Drew Breeze. You say Doctor uh, Andrews? Yeah, it was either Drew Breeze or. The guy from uh, the Packers, the old one, Brett Favre. Brett, Brett Favre. One of those What's two. What's his last name, you know? Andrews. I mean, uh, first name, sorry. James. James, oh, yeah. Pop right up. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's there. Big time, yeah. He, he's 
He's the real deal. But he told he he's a really cool dude. But he told me the story. I can't remember if it was Brett Favre or uh, Drew Brees, but one of them, if they went under <clears> surgery, <throat> they lost like an incentive on their contract, an X amount of dollars. So he actually got a shoulder surgery, being awake. Oh, yeah. Also, it was if they went under anesthesia. Yeah, is that how you say it? Anesthesia. anesthesia yeah, yeah, I think something, so. Something like that. Yeah, something that's close. But he did that awake, which was. Ugh. I mean, talk about you got to be tough as nails to get that done. Yeah, they, so can, they can numb you though, right? I'm sure they numbed you up, but still, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure it hurt like oh crap. Oh my god, but, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, but you think if you got half a million dollars on the line, if, I might, if I might he's not going too. under anesthesia for surgery. I'm sure he's probably not taking pain medication. So that's even brutal after the fact. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. You you could probably like dig research deep enough in there and find like who it was. It was one of those two he told me about. He's actually got a like a duck impoundment. You tell me he cuz you tell me he likes to Yeah. Cuz I was just talking to him about it. I was still I was still kind of a little woozy when I woke up. And I remember waking up and be like, Dr. Andrews, when are we going duck up, man? <laughs> it was cool, though. Yeah, it says here, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Adrian Peterson, Albert Pujols, how you say it? Pujols. Pujols. Uh, Robert Griffin, third. And he says Drew Brees, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Colton Laws. Where's that? I was waiting on his name. His name didn't pop up, but I'm sure it's in there somewhere. But He does some big-time guys, man. All right, so Mich- Mich- sorry, timeline-wise. Michigan 2018, surgery right after that. So yeah. I missed all of 2019 from the surgery. Because I remember you got you got double effed because of surgery, recovery, and then COVID yeah. shut the world down. COVID, we went into spring training in March, and then they, they sent us home. It was March 13th, I remember. They told us we was all going home, and I was telling Maddie, I'm coming home. She was like, what for? They can't hurt about this. World-ending virus, bro. At the very beginning, I walked around. This is how me. I walked around with Germex in my pocket because I said, "This is it. This is going to get this people. This is going to get this is it." But and then all right, so recovery, COVID, and then COVID led up. Did you start playing? Uh, I guess when did COVID get here? Beginning of 20, like February twenty twenty. Yeah, we nobody played twenty twenty except for the big leagues, and they played like sixty games. It wasn't yep. near a full season. So it went, it went all the way around back in twenty one. When did the season start? February of twenty twenty one. February was spring training. Season started in April. And you went from you went back to did you go back to Florida for recovery night. Where'd yeah. you go? Where'd you go after COVID? Well, I was here the whole COVID year, and then the following year they had us back for spring training in March. Where at? That's what I'm saying. Florida. 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 Okay, spring yeah, Florida. 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 Because I think one of them times I came and visited that time maybe. Because I came did twice. You come twice. I? Oh, maybe I only come time. once. I don't remember. I know the time you did come. It was fun, though. You remember a hand sanitizer? Oh, do I remember. <laughs> Go tell Should that tell one. tell that story? I mean, it don't you matter. You tell it because I was the one that was a little intoxicated. I just remember leaving. What was that? Like a, it was a roadhouse? Wing house. Wing, wing house. Wing house. Some place in, we, we in Florida, me and his cousin Gavin just got down there. Yeah, we're hyped. Hell yeah, we're in Florida. We're in Florida. Look, I'm here to let my me interrupt you one second. They put us in a hotel right behind a wing house. You've got a 500, or not 500, probably 150 guys that's anywhere from 18 to 24 years old right behind a wing house with a bar. They put our, like, that's it was what they. 
And it reminded me of like a text. That, well, I guess was it more like a uh, like a Twin Peaks? No, I don't remember it being like that. Kind of like an off-brand Hooters almost. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like. Yeah, that sounds like a deadly combination. Yeah, sounds like they made some guys, money off of y'all. They did. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a Hooters, but they I, lost a Hanson. It was all way, well. Yeah, on the way out, I don't know what happened. I turned around and Colton, you know, the little hand sanitizer thing. Right, I guess at the hostess station, I turn around and he's got this thing out with him. <laughs> And, he, and I'm like, what are you doing? And I think you just chunk it in the bushes. Yeah, I threw it in the bushes. <laughs> right outside the restaurant. Given given this is after we get down there, we're excited. First meal, you know, we're taking shots, pickleback shots out the ass. That's right. I forgot about that. They have a deal on like, what, what do you pronounce that? Not the, what's like, well, not well, what's the well house alcohol liquor what do you call it when it's, it's just house alcohol like house like house. the cheapest the cheapest uh yeah whatever your house is a lot of times and that's what it was We're like what you got on house you know cheapest shit and they're like oh like jim bean or something like all right jim bean pickleback shot and we'd hammer them have you ever took a pickleback shot oh mm-hmm. dude so what's the guy in it well i mean what does this include no, it, th- those are actually jameson that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. Jameson yeah. and pickle juice, but when you chase it with the pickle juice, you don't taste it. Yeah, they're it. not mixed. So the same principle as your mom used to do. She would take a tequila shot and hit pickle juice. I love liquor to death, but I will still be like a man and hit it and go, yeah, that's, that's terrible. But you hit it, and when you got that, like, oh, God, I swear, you hit that shot of pickle juice. You like pickles? Oh, yeah. You hit that shot of pickle juice, it, like, clean slate, and you're like, oh, Let's have another Damn, that's, one. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. You can do that. So that's part of the drink is you, you take a chase, it's, it's two it's of them. Yeah, they bring you out like two shots. When he first pressure. said pickleback shots, I'm like, that sounds about, horrible. How about mixing that shit just, with pickle? He said, no, 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 no. You, you take a shot of yeah, I'm telling whiskey you, it's not, and then hammer back pickle juice. I'm not even big on pickles, but something about chasing it with that pickle juice it, it makes it any ten burn, times better. Any nausea, anything from that Adam's apple to your gut, go, go, shit. It's good stuff. We'll what, it was, what do you take the shot of? What was it? What was did it you Jameson? say? It was, it was Jameson. Jameson. I think you could probably a normal pickleback shot. I think is Jameson and pickle juice. So Jameson, let it hit the stomach and then chase oh, so it that's with like the pickle. A, that's like a pairing too. Jameson and pickle. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Does it work no, with any other variation? I'm sure. I'm, I'm well, sure. your mom does tequila. So I'm sure it does. Because huh. remember, at one time she got real drunk in that camper. She threw up. It was like all pickle juice, chunks of pickle oh. and shit. Remember that? Fuck. We're going way back, though. I don't remember that. Where were we at? Ooh. Y'all was Ocean Lakes. She's in the camper. Oh, yeah. I remember your brother's throwing up everywhere. Andy. Or Andy, I'm sorry. I, and I think I think it may have been your mom or somebody. It was like, Andy, do you even chew your food? <laughs> That's how bad it was. <laughs> but... They they definitely messed up putting us back here. Like, there a lot of nights. That was, a, that, was a good, that was a good time, yeah. People went to that wing house. There was... Dude, I mean, there was... Everybody party's different. Vancouver party's hard. There's a story. I got I got kicked out of a bar in Vancouver. Um, I'll tell this story. Nate Pearson, he's our, he's our first-round guy, pitcher. He's in the bigs with Jays now. Super cool dude. Still keep in contact with him. But um, we were all we, – this night we won a championship, and we were all, like, just hammering shots, beers, whatever. I think we bought a VIP section tonight. But I was taking my shot glass by, and this was 100% by accident. I was not trying to be, what did they call me, destructive? But I took my. <laughs> what did they call me? I think it was destructive. <laughs> but I was talking to Nate, and I took my shot glass, and I was just tapping it on the counter, just like, I don't know if I'm making a beat or what. Well, a son of a gun shattered. <laughs> when it shattered, oh. the bartender said, yo. And then a bouncer come over and grabbed me. 
and threw me out the thing. And I was like, man, I was like, I was pretty drunk. I was like, man, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do it, whatever. So we got outside, and uh, the bartender was like, sorry, man, you can't come back in. And my buddy Nate, first rounder, got some decent bucks from the draft, goes, uh, he's like, well, how much, man? How much are you getting back in? And I think the bartender was like, well, let me go talk to him. Goes talk to him, comes back. He was like, all right, you can come back in for 250 bucks. You give us $250, bucks, we will lend back in. A tip, you know, like it's a tip. Yeah, just to pay to get back in, and my, you know, my jaw drops. I'm like, two hundred and fifty. Well, bucks. it's almost like f you, dude. Like I, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Nate is like, yeah, man, I got you, I got you, man. I was like, nah, Nate, I'm not letting you pay that. And he he tried to urge it on, but I was like, nah, the bar's gonna close. I think it was like twenty minutes left or something. I was like, oh, I go to the following bar and just wait on y'all. But Vancouver Vancouver parties hard. Florida yeah, we, parties hard. Gasparilla. We we was talking today, Brandon. Um, Colt, back when I was framing, Colton would give me a call, and uh, I'd be on my way to work. So I guess it was like we got there at seven. So it'd be like seven fifteen. Back day, say, "Oh, what's up, man?" I'd call him. I'd be like, Damn, "We'd be what? going back to sleep." I'm like, "What's he'd going be on?" It'd be like two work. or three o'clock in the morning. He's like, "What you doing, dog?" I'm like, "I'm going to work." <laughs> what are you uh, doing? He's like, "I'm about to go to bed." <laughs> y'all had been up all night. All night. Yeah, uh, it was only like three or four there. You know, because they're three hours behind. Now, was this like weekend, or was this like ma- mainly? For some reason, it night? was every Sunday night because we we had Mondays off and we played Sundays at one. That gave us time, like three four hour game. You get back and shower, and it's like nine o'clock. So most of the time, you used to if you play at seven, you used to get back like midnight to go to sleep. Your timing gets all off in baseball too. You're waking up like eleven a.m. be at the field at like one. And then you play, like, you're at the field from 1 to probably 11 at night. Because you don't play wow. till 7, but you're at the field at 1. So you got six hours of pregame stuff. You got to lift, BP, shag, bullpens, whatever you got that day. So your time gets real thrown off. But we'd be coming, we'd be coming back from partying, and I would, I'd call him, and he'd be on the way out work. And this, this, that was probably Monday mornings, too. You probably pissed off. It don't matter. Dude, it was, uh, when we was in Florida, it was weird seeing, like, your facility you would go train at. Like, yeah, that's right. I, I walked in there, and, I mean, it's just, like, it's it's weird how an organization, because, like, I mean, everything's, like, it's it's as top as notch as you can get. State of the yeah. art. Yeah, and it, it, was, yeah. it was weird because it was gated. It was gated entry. You know, we had to get yeah. let in, and here we are beatboxing in a, what, a 08 Accord, whatever yeah. that. But um, let's uh let's finish up timeline. Okay. I don't even know where the hell we was at. Um, Lansing, and then the COVID year. So, <clears throat> well, I went back in when I was trying to do finish up my rehab during the COVID year because the rehab was a little over a year. My arm still wasn't right. I threw a live BP actually to Ike Freeman over here, and they had me back to Florida during the COVID year, but there was no games or nothing going on. Like, everything was shut down. You had to wear a mask 24-7, a bunch of crazy stuff. Well, I got the second surgery in 2020, November of 2020. That was the big surgery. And then I I actually recovered a little better from that one than I did the first surgery. I guess it fixed more of the problem. And then so I came back, pitched just a little bit in 2021. Did pretty good when I pitched. Came back in 2022, the following year. So last year. And had a good spring training. I, I think I let up one run the whole spring training. I only let up one run, and it was a bomb. <laughs> Home run. Other, of course other that one. That, yeah, of course that one. Other than that, I had pretty decent spring training. Went to Vancouver because during that timeline, Vancouver had swapped. Like, Vancouver was now our high team. So, it had swapped from rookie ball to the high. And the last time I pitched, man, 
let me think about this. Where were we? I want to say we were somewhere in Washington, and it was snowing. It was 32 degrees out, and it was snowing. And I'll I'll never forget that just because it was my last time ever pitching. But that was it. I I, I could just tell like there Someone ain't gonna be right. a, yeah there ain't gonna be a career in this. And I actually did have I did pretty decent. Well, I was gonna say, was there any inclination at all that like maybe the coaches said to you, hey, you know, maybe if if you stay this path or you know they're gonna let you go, or if you keep doing this, you know, you can actually have a chance. Was there any? Cause you were at what triple A or double A? When I when I was done playing, I was just at high. Also, oh, that's so. that's right before the majors. No, it's opposite. That was right before double A. Oh, okay. So triple A is right before majors. Triple A is right before majors. But no, there was no really like heads up like that. Like because the people that you're interacting with, like every day, the coaches and the staff members, those aren't the ones that's making the decisions. So they don't know if they're about to release you or if they're about to promote you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's the ones that's hot that's in the office that's just reading off the stat sheet, that's yeah. just watching the games. Those are the guys that's making the decisions. So they can tell you what they think, and a lot of times they will be right. But it was never like, hey, man, like, I look, I know you're hurt a lot. Like, if you don't get better, they're going to re- release you. There was never any situation mm. like that. But yeah, that was that was the end of it, May twenty twenty two, and come back here and started working. Started working for uh, Berlin County ABC in the warehouse. Did you feel like it was like a? It was almost like a vacation. Like, was it everything you thought that being in the MLB was going to be? It was kind of thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you don't see. So when I I didn't know exactly what to expect when I left from college, but it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, just the guys, the friendships, the the everyday life was fun. At the same time, it had the downsides. The living in a hotel room with somebody you may not know, um, probably traveling all over the place, traveling, seeing your family and everything. I, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be gone for seven about seven months at a time before you wow. come back home. Yeah, so, I guess trading that off for, I mean, uh, the unknown, always the unknown in that situation probably is not easy. It's hard to sleep on that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. It um, is. Hey, Brandon, you got a tape measure up in this mug? I might. Is it? Not in here, not in this room. Every statistic I got, you six foot seven. <laughs> measure me. <laughs> <laughs> six to eight, right? Right? <clears throat> Each year, always six, seven, and three eights. Let, we'll let, let me finish this. Each year, you go into spring training. You have to get a physical. They draw blood. They test your eyes. They the whole nine yards. They hear your heart. They do an EKG on you, like everything. Mm-hmm. The skin, uh, the skin test where they put the liquid underneath your skin. They draw a circle around it, and the liquid goes outside the circle. Sickle cell, maybe sickle cell. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Hmm. That's pretty wild. But they measure. They measure you too. They measure you. Take you away every year. And they got me at six eight, but man, it's one inch. I don't. You can t- call me six five. I don't give a crap. <clears throat> I'll call you five eleven. Laying down, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess it's more of a pain in the ass than anything being that tall, ain't it? it, it yeah, I mean, it gets annoying. Yeah, ducking through some stuff, but I'm thankful. Oh, here you for go. Yeah, that basketball. And he's got it pulled up on the screen. Well, they got your throws right. 
Six, now seven, two, they don't show the inches on that, so it could be like six, seven, and seven eighths. But here, here they That's got right. they got you at two thirty. I'm gonna grab a beer. Y'all want one? No, I'm all right. I'm good, brother. Appreciate you. you. And then this one, they got you at they got you at two fifteen, six seven. <laughs> Look how they got your birthday. You can't believe anything these people exactly, got. Exactly, man. Well, they, they got, got my age right. Yeah, you're twenty-seven point oh three nine. I guess that's continuing, like as of right now. Hey, man, they got everything up. God dang, dude! Too bad for taxes. <laughs> Too bad for Uncle Sam scooping that out of his ass. Yeah. I'm good, brother. I got another one sitting right here. High you? level. That's pretty cool. That, that what is website pretty, is that? I don't know. What this is the, uh, baseball, the baseball cube. cube? Well, no. obviously, I won't believe a damn thing they say because they got you at uh, your birthday is wrong. Yeah. When is your birthday? November. They just got the wrong month. But, yeah, 2017, seventh round, 200, I guess. Overall pick. Overall picks, 219. So, out of everybody in America, I was 219. Look at that signing bonus, though. <laughs> That's what we just said. I said too bad is, for taxes. Uh, I was going to say, is that accurate? Yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. And they got, I mean, they've got everybody's right. There's actually a draft tracker on there that you can go to, and it'll tell you every single person that's ever signed what they got. Yeah. No, that's, that's all right. Uh, is there a is there a thing I can look up of you throwing something maybe a pitch or something? Yeah, just you know go to YouTube and Google uh, Big Daddy Laws. <laughs> no, Google Colton Laws. On YouTube? Yeah, there's several yeah. of them up there. I don't, I've never done it, so I don't yeah, know. I've never. I mean, personally, I've never Googled you, but I know when you was playing, um, I believe it was Vancouver. Um, I think I was trying to figure out how to tune into your games, or maybe maybe it was maybe it was Michigan. Michigan had a good thing, yeah, because back home, Maddie could always watch them. Oh, here's well, here's nine years ago, South Rowan. I don't know. No, don't that. do high school. So what I have I got? Colton Law's what? What do I put behind it? Blue Jays. Okay. Sure. We'll throw that. Go, think, going uh, back to the baseball. So, if you get drafted, you don't necessarily have to go through the the single A. What is it called? Double A. Minor leagues. Minors, farm system. Yeah. Either one. Yeah, you got a very few – Probably like literally one out of a thousand people drafted go from the draft to the big leagues. I guess if you if you don't go through the minors, you're just the fucking guy. Yeah, but that literally, you probably look up a stat. It's probably under one percent of people who do that. Because I was thinking about the guy on the Braves. That's real young. That's a stud. Acuna. Yeah. Yeah, but see, he, he's if I'm not mistaken, he's Dominican. In Dominican, you can sign at 16. So he may be 20 uh-huh. years old, but he signed at 16. He's got four years in the minors. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I, don't, I don't know how old he is. I signed at 21. 16 to 21 is, you know, see, see what I'm saying? It's just a little bit different. Yeah, it's more of, I guess, later on in the. Yeah. I, damn. I, he signed at 16. 16. And one of my best buds that you met, actually, from baseball. Um, Pardino, Eric Pardino, the Brazilian guy, mm. he signed at 16. He signed for a big chunk of change. But see, like, he, it's weird hearing them stories of them guys because they didn't come from shit, right? Don't have shit. A lot of them don't. Some of them are wealthy, but a lot yeah, of like them it, don't. Yeah, but it's cool. Just I don't know. It's it's cool just seeing the success story. I'm trying to find something of you in professional ball. I don't know what there's, to look up. There's a couple. I know there's one on me. Or my last game, I was warming up. There's a video. What team? Vancouver. I ain't done that yet. Let me do that. But while I'm digging on. I'm in a black. I'm in the bullpen. I got a black. Yeah, it said 2022 Vancouver Canadian pitcher bullpen warm up. 
Yeah, that was my last game. Right there. This was the last one. That was the last God. game. Oh right, shit! Yeah. Right before May third, twenty twenty two. Yeah, right before I go in the pitch, it starts snowing. God, sixteen. I couldn't imagine. Imagine leaving your Having. family at sixteen, going to stay in the hotel room with somebody you've never met in a whole different country. At, yes, a whole different country. At sixteen, what were we doing? Like, oh shit, we were. I was, I was getting drunk at a pond. <laughs> I was watching my dick <laughs> trying to find. <laughs> Why don't you back out, back out, um, what, that's get, it. yeah, back out a little bit, Colton, your shoulder, just scoot your chair back a little bit. I don't know how good they can, y'all can see that, but I tell you what was wild was what, you yeah, didn't like that one, I tell you what was wild was watching videos, and it is insane, because you add your height, and then you add your arm, and watching it come look, top look down. Look at my man here, see, well, go back, rewind it about oh. five seconds, there he is, in the corner. If y'all can like see, right there? Yeah, see, he's in a toboggan and a, he's got a sweatshirt on and a jacket on. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was cold. There he is. See him there in the corner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it was cold, man. It's May it, Northwest. Like, it's cold. Hey, and the stands get pretty packed, don't they? They do. Oh, yeah. Now, they you do. was in Vancouver right here. No, this was, I don't know what, I can't remember what team we were playing there. Who but did you not like? To, team. Who did you not like to play? Did you all see? Of course, you saw several teams throughout the year, right? Really okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story. Who I didn't like to play. I guess you're not one of them guys. Like you don't bring it. Some guys bring that knee way up in that shit. But yeah, yeah. Honestly. There, there was a team called Boise. Can't remember the mascot. Boise. They've something. got some weird names. They do. <laughs> Boise. It, was, it probably started with a B. So Boise Bull, Bulldogs or something, something like that. And I could, I just couldn't stand these guys. So one day we were playing, I was pitching, and I go, I'm in the stretch with a runner on first, and I come up to come set after I get my signal. I'm set, and I'm just about to pitch, and the batter calls time. Well, I was pissed off because I'm about to pitch it, so I just rear back like I didn't see him call time and throw it right at his head. I'm, I oh. don't know if I can admit that, but oh. what are they gonna do? Find me now? <laughs> yeah. Throw it right at his head. Try to square him up in the head. Well, he ducks and the ball goes to the backstop. Well, I never saw it because I was running on first. So I didn't see the running on first reaction. Apparently, he started walking toward the mound. He's ready to go. If I would have saw him, because I was pissed off too because he kept calling time. If I would have saw him, I would have started walking to first. Yeah. But I never did see him. I was like having my glove up waiting on the umpire to throw me another ball because the ball just threw went to the backstop. But that, it was Boise something. I can't remember what they, their mascot was, but that was a team. Is that, I guess, because I've never played baseball, so is that like a unwritten rule, like a golden rule? It's like don't don't call time when you're in your windup? Well, it's just a, it's more of a, like a, a respect thing. There's a video of Kyle Seeger, somebody that I've come to know here that's super cool. I'm sure if anybody knows anything about baseball, you know Kyle Seeger. But there's a video of him getting in an argument with a pitcher because – the pitcher's going, and he has time. So it's just a respect thing goes both yeah. ways. But like I say, that team just cocky, arrogant, and yeah. they kept doing it. Well, now, not, who were they associated with? Boise. Yeah. I believe they were maybe the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. They were the Diamondbacks organization, I think. I could I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. It's kind of funky that it's the White Sox that's here. White Sox are here. They have Charlotte, and they have the Cannonballers, yeah. And then they have Winston-Salem, I think. Winston-Salem Dash. Yeah. You think Charlotte will ever have an MLB team? I don't know, but I think they should, man. Yeah. I think they really should. The closest one to us is four, four or five hours away in Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah. 
So I think they definitely should, but. Uh, what about Tennessee? Does Tennessee? Tennessee's got baseball teams? I don't think so. Who would, I don't think so. I'm sure they got some farm league teams there, but they yeah. don't think they have a big Nashville. It's weird. The biggest place they yeah. did it. But. It's, it's weird that those big cities don't have. I know, man. They got the AAA team, which pulls a big crowd, but they don't. I think they need a big league team here in Charlotte. I guess the minor leagues is that's a that's a different aspect of things because you're like people that are going to the minor leagues are like true blue fans, right? Or 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 it's four or five hours to a big league team, so if yeah. they want to watch a baseball team that's above high school, yeah. They'll just go check them out. And they do – I will say the minor leagues is very good about keeping the fans involved, like the kids involved. They have special nights. They have bark in the park nights. You bring – everybody can bring their dog. They got, like, $1 beer nights. Like, they got they got good stuff. Well, that was even the same thing. I mean, it's still – it was cool to go up to the Intimidator Stadium. Yeah. And I, I didn't care. I mean, I really never watched much baseball as it was, but it's cool to go up there and hang out and watch the game. And they were – were they White Sox? It's just yeah. the Cannonballers now. Yeah. Yeah, still White Sox. Um, speak, speaking of fans, when you like when I know how it was, and when I'm like in football, like when the ball was in the air or something, it didn't matter. There could have been a shootout in the stands, and I wouldn't know about it for some reason. I guess right. adrenaline. Like when you're when you're pitching, like I mean, fans, guys yelling in the dugout. Are they anything, or did you ever get rattled? Or? The only the only time I got rattled, I was pitching, and I, this is through college and everything. Like I I through basketball. We've sold out Carson a couple of times, which don't sound like much, but in basketball, when the fans are 10, 5 feet from the court, that's almost closer than the baseball stadium. If you're in the middle of the diamond pitching, you're not so close. Mm. But um, the only time that I got rattled was I, we were in Lansing 2018, and I had I'm, I had had a couple bad starts. I went out there and got hit pretty hard, gave up a few runs and stuff. Well, they, they have this thing called a piggyback rotation. So if me and you are the two starters that start on every Tuesday, you'll start one Tuesday, I'll come in behind you, piggyback. The next Tuesday, I'll start, you'll come in behind me. Okay. So I had I had, had a couple rough outings, and then uh, my piggyback partner started, and I come in after him, and there was a fan that was a regular and said, oh, God, not him again. And that was the time because he was actually a lugged-up fan. And he said that, and I was like, yeah. Oh, you God. can't get out here and get oh, shit. Oh, it was the same team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not him and again. I was like, man, am I going to let my own home fans down right here? I can't remember <laughs> how I did, but that was the only time I heard that voice, and I was like, damn, you suck, man. <laughs> what's the what's the craziest shit you ever seen on the field? Anything other than maybe like a – I mean, nowadays sports with fighting, there ain't nothing going on. I don't know why everybody ta- – I don't know why everybody gets in a fist fight, football, baseball, whatever. I don't know why everybody takes their helmet off. I've never understood that, like a football fight. Yeah. Why would you, unless you're going to use it as a weapon. I don't know. But. It's just a ego thing. But, uh. I'd say the craziest thing i ever seen. Did you ever hit a flying dove as it flew across the field? No, I didn't. But the craziest, like, in terms of a fight term thing I've ever seen is that we had a brawl and a guy got cleated to the face and, like, jacked up his teeth, his lip, like, mm. split Oh, so it got, it got it all. Take that back. I saw so it wasn't a fight, but I did see something in Bluefield, West Virginia. I saw a guy's shin break in half and hit bone come oh, out damn. of the sliding skin. into a base. No, pop, he was playing second base. Pop fly hit over his head, running back, and the right fielder running in. 
And I don't know if they went like shin to shin or shin to like head or what. It had to be something hard. But yeah. I heard it. I just heard him go, oh. And the way he grabbed his knee, his ankle wasn't below his knee. His ankle was like back under his butt. And I just remember seeing something white. I'm like, oh my God. But his, his bone come, his, it broke in half. Golly. I guess now that like the J like the Jays had to pay for it and everything, it's just I'm sure he got a good what's settlement up? too. What's your opinion on? Because I see a lot of discretion. Because <clears throat> I personally think I think the coolest position that I ever played with I thought catcher, other than pitcher because I couldn't bring heat, but I thought I like catcher. But what's your opinion on like runner coming down the baseline? Catcher in front of the home plate. I mean, is it etiquette to not truck or you do truck? Because it seems like not knowing anything about baseball like I do, if I'm a base runner and I'm like, well, if that catcher chooses to stand in it, then he's giving me to go ahead like, you know, less tango. But if he's to the side or something, you know, side tag or something like that, which is that frowned upon to truck the catcher? Is like, I think it goes, again, it goes along with the respect thing. Like if the catcher's in the way and that's your only path to home plate right there, you go through him. But you I, just bring that the or, house. That you or go what, right through I guess, them. I guess you – I mean, I guess people could argue etiquette. You slow up and let them tag you, but you're that's a give up. No, nah, if you're yeah. getting – yeah, it's different. But I'm going to tell you, it don't – and I'm going to call out MLB when they watch this. It don't matter what we think because a well, collision – we just lost our sponsor, so I appreciate that. No, we got Bush Light. A collision <laughs> Power is going to sell tickets. You think about it. A collision, the rough stuff that you're going to get the highlights in, that's going to sell the yeah. tickets. Oh, absolutely. So there, it's never going to be illegal to truck the catcher. Yeah. They, well, I, they, I, I they can don't see want that. that. I'm not going to say no, they want but that. I, but I can – Both I, sides have to understand what what's going on. I mean, right. Well, base runner just got a helmet. If I was catching, you know, I'm head to toe. You know, I could get hit by a car and probably stand back up. I, in my head, I'm like, if I'm a guard to plate, I'm you like, if he would rock that. my shit, I would get up and I'd – Showed the umpire ball in the glove, <laughs> and I'll throw back the picture and go, "Damn, that hurt!" Like, yeah. but I mean, that, you just take it like it. And then again, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, you know, pissed off about it if I got my shit rocked. If I was standing in front of home plate, like, blocking. come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. like, like you say, it's a respect thing. It depends on if you're about to get charged from the other eight players. It depends on how the runner gets up and approaches the catcher. If the runner gets up and it's in his face, like cursing him out or something, he's probably gonna get. Charged yeah. by the other players. If he's like checking on, like, whoa, whoa, are you good, man? So yeah. you probably what all uh, was there any times? Was there any times you hit batters and was like, God dang it, and you could tell they was mad, like any charge scenes or anything? Because no. I I could see like the guy you are, you're like, man, I didn't mean to, but if you want to come out here and fucking come out, you know, come out <laughs> yeah. here, you know, let's get it on. <laughs> I I never back down from a from like a situation like that, but I never I never really. If I if I hit somebody to put them on base, I would just beat them in the hip. But if I, if I hit somebody that was I was mad or upset or they had hit one of Max our players, I threw it at the damn head. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was ready. But nine times out of ten, well, they duck. So yeah, it's, well, it's, I don't I know hearing that first pitch and you're like, oh, this is what's the second one going to do? You know, yeah. I guess <laughs> I tell you mind that, games too, man. You got to when when I was at Carson, my sophomore year. Carson had never beat East Rowan in 16 games that they had played them. You play two That's two teams, two teams a year. I love two those times stats. A year. They had never – I remember it because I was – the 17th game, it was a game we won. Michael Caldwell, a buddy that y'all probably, probably know I've about. heard the name out. Yeah. yeah I know we talked about him today with Brunson. 
But Michael Cobwell was the leadoff batter, and I was pitching. It was at Easter End. And I wanted to get in their head, and I ain't kidding. I threw the ball probably halfway up the backstop, the first pitch over there, just to screw with them. And the next pitch, the very next pitch, I threw a curveball, and it looked like it was coming at his head, and he fell to the ground. Wait, back, so backstop, you talking about you was wide right. Some up stuff. about 10 feet, like it was nowhere near. So you knew you had him when he fell to the ground. You was like, yeah. oh, I'm in, I'm in their head. I was like, now. I'm going curveball right here. It's going to look like it's coming at him, and I'm not kidding. It fell to the ground, and it cur- he fell to the ground. It curved perfect right for a strike. So like, give me the ball back. Let's go again. I'll tell you yeah. what. I know, Brandon, you didn't play baseball. It is, statistically, it is insane that that little ball leaves someone's hand coming back and then you got to hit it with a round object, not a flat object, round object. I don't know. It's, it's pretty wild how people can make it work. When you simplify a round object I guess hitting another round object. And you got to make it go back. Yes. That's like pretty it's, wild. it's pretty hard. If you're going to throw a curveball, how do you how do you get a hold of it? Just, the ball. To, I mean, the seams and the well, way go, the ball. How, what all what all pitches did you throw? I finished when I was done playing. I finished up with four seam changeup and slider. What was the go to? Well, what was your that's favorite? a tough question. When people ask what my favorite pitch was, I say a strike. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's true, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it 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 all depends on who you're facing. Like, I was pretty dominant. I had I think like a two point two percent walk rating. Well, that's a good that's a good uh, thing to get into I thought was interesting on the first one is you said there's a whole system mechanics like information system that pretty much breaks down every uh, batter breaks down every pitcher yeah there's dude I'm telling you there's so much that goes into it behind the scenes that you don't like you don't see and there's like they got what does all that include like what's all that what is it called what's the system called well, there's there's three different things that I personally use. You have Trap Trackman, Rapsodo, and then you have a system that has all the videos of everybody you're about to face. Wow. Before, Trackman and Rapsodos are actually machines or devices that you pitch on in your bullpens or games, and they tell you the spin rate. They tell you your percent that you're going to throw a first pick strike. Like they tell you everything you can imagine. Um, and then the the uh, software, I can't remember the program that they had us use, but we were required to go on there and look at who you're about to face and watch them hit. But they had they had what chance, so 30% chance they're going to swing at your first pitch or 65% chance they're going to take it if you throw a curveball. Just crazy stuff that – it's like – I mean, it's like school. Like you have to understand. So, like, before the game, you're sitting down in a room looking at – Watching just nothing but videos of, of batters. The the starting pitcher, the start. If you're a starter, you and your catcher sit down and you're what going over film and you have their lineup, their their lineup that they're going to play. This might be six hours before the game. Oh really? Yeah, but they they you have to. I don't know the rules, but you have to announce like your lineup who you're going to play. Which it's minor league, oh, so it, it's a respect. It makes thing. sense. You you uh, you set the yeah the lineup and you yeah. can't change it. No, you can, you can't. I mean. I guess you could, I but I think once you said it, they have to make an appearance. They could maybe t- see one pitch and then pull them out, but yeah, they're all trying. You're you're facing the guys who are trying to get the big leagues too. They're not trying to hit a home run off you. Like that's not their no, goal. No. Their goal is to get to the big leagues yeah. too. Um, I guess their goal is just to smack this ball, get on base, not yeah. strike out, not strike out. Now, uh, I well, guess and off and off of that. So you're you're watching this film now. Do you you have to remember? Okay, with this guy, he's you know you need to throw a curveball inside. Well, like how does that how does all you, that tra- go down? You're, 
you remember and your catcher remembers it. Your your catcher, like that's his that's one of his main goals to know how to approach a hitter. If you ever watch a good catcher, if you can ever see the sign and watch a good catcher in a pitcher even on TV, if you ever see the catcher put down like fastball inside, and if you see the pitcher shake and the catcher puts down the same sign, oh, you better means, freaking it throw means it. We're throwing this, yeah, yeah. But, because oh. if you throw, let's say you throw a fastball outside or a curveball, and he gets a hit on it, your catcher's gonna wear your ass out. Who ha- so the catcher has the say in the whole deal. Well, depends on who the pitcher is. Yeah. I mean, you got people like Justin Verlander making $40 million a year. Ain't no catcher going to shake off him. But you got guys, same way, your first rounders, like they, they're going to have to say because the organization believes in them a bunch. Yeah. I, I mean, I had some priority. I was a seventh rounder, and I was the second pitcher drafted for the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. So it was a first round pitcher and the seventh round pitcher and then a ninth round pitcher. So I was the second pitcher drafted for the Jays. I had some authority at the time, but it was it was just. Like you say, you got to do the best. That yeah, I could I could see you with a, like a, a seasoned or veteran. I would say that's a bad terminology, but for a catcher, someone who's got you know same thing, yeah. and you're like, no, nah, I don't want it, and hits again. You're like, damn, he knows something I don't know. I bet. Uh, well, I guess that, I don't know if that's it or just like, okay, I'll do it. Because I thought that the co- the coach doesn't call it, or that's just in no. high school. No, yeah, that's that ain't high, that ain't high school, right? Between you and the catcher, was I mean, school? it all depends. You got different different high schools do it differently. If you're like, say, if you're, I call my pitches at Carson. Cobble would recommend something, mm-hmm. but I call my pitches in college. Actually, my pitching coach would call the signs, and if I shook off, it was perfectly fine. But when you got to a dugout, you just had to tell him like why you shook off. Most of the time, if I shook off, it was something because if he called fastball inside and I shook to no fastball outside. It was because maybe the hitter was standing six inches off the play. I knew he couldn't reach out. Reach oh, outside that's, that's yeah. yeah. So you guys well, take that into consideration. It, what's with wild? The whole this is all deal. In, this is all in theory of you still putting that ball yeah, on right. the outside. That's cause, right. Because you could shake, you know, you could shake off inside, want to go outside. Damn, if that ball don't get released and go inside, and then you just watch that bitch go way over the fence in the background. You're like, well, that's you're exactly right. And you, you use my bad luck. You remember exactly. that? When I pitched at Charlotte my second year, and this I is the only time I've ever watched you pitch in person, and it was rough. Was it? No. It wasn't rough, but just let me let me finish. <laughs> like quiet simmer down. Like forty grit sandpaper, dog. <laughs> like, when I pitched like at Charlotte, and I skipped over Charlotte fast, man, but Charlotte was a ton of fun too because you weren't competing against each other like yeah. you are in pro ball. You had true friends, mm. and not not saying I don't have true friends in pro ball, but I'm saying like you. You weren't competing against your other pitcher to get Different to the next level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all you were competing against was win, yeah. win yeah. the ball yeah. game. Um, what was I? I done forgot what I was. Bad luck, Charlotte game. What'd you, oh, what oh yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Remember. I had a uh, scoreless inning streak, and y'all can y'all can Google this, but I oh, was up to twenty seven oh. innings, twenty seven innings pitched. Consecutively, nobody scored. Nobody scored on my ERA was like a sub one at the time. I was shoving, not to brag on myself. I was doing really well, and a lot of credit goes to that pitching coach. He helped me out a lot, Coach Sean Doty. Shody, Sean Doty. I know you're listening. Um, (laughs) His daughter does, but she was going red bad for Brandon. (laughs) But is that all she eats? When you showed up, I pitched. Maybe two innings. I think I think I got up like twenty nine point two because I was one out short from thirty. When you showed up to the game, coming home run. You, do you remember? No, I don't remember that. I at gave all. up a bomb. I think I remember. I don't know who. And I broke who the went, record. You know who was with me? 
Elijah Will maybe or something. I don't know who it was. was. One of, it was somebody. But I remember sitting there, and I think Maddie was below or something. And I remember when it happened, I knew at the time it was a situation where you had what you had going on. Yeah. I don't remember the home run, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember like, pow. And I remember going like, well, that's not good. That's not good yeah. at all. Because, I mean, it'd be cool to be cool to the 30. I, know, I was one out from thirty, but man, I, I skipped over. I skipped over Charlotte. Charlotte was so much fun. If yeah, I, I guess if you I did. If I could yeah. go back, you know, they all ask you like, if you go back and relive it, would you? I would start at Charlotte. Screw yeah. ECU, but I would go back and start at Charlotte. What? Damn, I forget. I forgot about ECU. What about tell the uh, what's the cargo shorts thing? The first couple first weeks of college using cargo yeah. shorts, especially at ECU, they don't like cargo shorts, and they definitely didn't like them back in. That was back in what? Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. The fall of twenty fourteen. God, it's crazy to think we're that old. Because didn't the coach say something about cargo shorts? I don't. Remember. I think I maybe showed I, up to a, a I, thing, and I swear I remember a story you told me. You said he said someone said to you, I don't know who it was. They're like, Laws a. Ain't no one got laid in cargo shorts since like '78. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure you said something like, "Well, I ain't here to get laid. I'm here to play baseball." He he <laughs> so. said, ain't, "Yeah, he said something like, ain't nobody pulled a girl with cargo shorts yeah. since something like that.' Yeah, I'm here to play ball." What's yeah, <laughs> the, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah, I guess that probably pissed you off because I guess we rock. We've been rocking cargo shorts ever since we was yeah, you know, man, sixth grade. I, the I mean, next thing we should ain't you know it's weird. Short you get pockets on your shorts. It's a different ball game. It's, it's oh he's gay. No, no brother, that little whale tail you have on your shorts. Max don't Yo like no gays either. <laughs> huh? I respect everybody as long as I don't try to grab my dick. Grab my dick. Well, y'all want to take a quick break? We'll take a pause break. That's fine, mommy. That's right. No. This three minutes. Yeah. Wouldn't pass. All right, everybody. We're back. We're no, back. We're back now. We're back now. Vocally. Well, we've been back. We've been recording the whole time, but. Yes, yeah, all. We'll do it again. <clears throat> all right. All right, everybody. We're back. Appreciate you. Um, so. One thing I, I was curious about is tactics while pitching. Like, did you have a certain tactic on curveball, five by fastball, or was it just like catcher? Or was uh, obviously you say your favorite pitch was a strike, but I mean, yeah. well, okay, that's going to answer my question, kind of. Like I told Honeycutt earlier, my I had like a two point two percent walk rating, like something. Something crazy. That's that's pretty unheard of. What's Try not again. Not bragging on myself. Cause I'm sure there's some out there that's got one lower. But that was my tactic. I wasn't gonna walk you. If you was gonna get on base, you get like get a base hit or strike out, drop third strike. Somehow, basically get on first. Well, wasn't a high statistic for you was uh was it earn or earned runs? Was it not well, ERA? That's ERA. Yeah. I mean, I, my ERA at Charlotte was was crazy. Stupid, it was right? sub one. Still, a guy from Louisiana Tech got it, the uh, pitcher of the year. Uh, struck out 14 guys, set the Conference USA record at uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. 14 guys in a tournament game. We pitched against, uh, a pitch against uh, UTSA. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, that that was – my ERA was sub two. I think it was like 1.8. And that Louisiana guy, Louisiana Tech pitcher, coming there, and I think he had maybe like a two ERA – and he somehow cause probably because they were a better team. A, a lot of that stuff's politics, man. Question for you. So when you were in college and y'all would have away game back to back to an away game, how the hell does the school work? Is it just they're getting it to you online? Like, cause you're doing a lot of traveling, right? Yeah, you. I mean, you miss classes whenever. So your first day of classes, you have to at least at Charlotte. 
you had to present a paper to your teacher and say, look, I'm on the baseball team. You had to introduce yourself or respect things, introduce yourself, say, look, I'm on the baseball team. These are the dates I won't be here, the dates that we play. Is there any way I can get my work in advance? And most professors would work with you. They'll give you work in advance, or if you had an exam, they'll let you take it before or after. So, I mean, it was – they would work with so, you most okay. of the time, yeah. But that – like I say, man, Charlotte was Charlotte, – pro ball was a lot of fun. Charlotte was a lot of fun because you had guys that – pro ball, if you had a guy that you liked and obviously you developed a friendship or whatever, he could be sent up. He could be sent down. He oh, could be sent back know. to rehab. He could be traded in the next day. Like, he's gone. You may yeah. never see him again. He could be from California. One of my best friends was from California, Justin Dillon. He's now going to be a sheriff out there. But, like – realistically he invited me to his wedding i invited him to mine even it was like i knew he wouldn't come because he traveled across the place it's more but like, like respect thing yeah, yeah yeah but like <clears throat> charlotte you had guys that was there with you the whole year and you we had the beer olympics there tater come to the beer olympics hey, he that was about, he, yeah y'all had a blast dude so much fun charlotte was a blast what's what's the beer olympics so we had this group of seniors when i was there and they set up this, they started the first annual beer Olympics. I remember putting it on my Snapchat. But, like, they had all these different, you had beer pong, you had a flip cup, you had all these different games, and you had a team of four, and you had to represent a, a country. <laughs> we were what, the, what'd, y'all, what'd y'all get? We had the Nazis signs on our <laughs> stuff. And Jonah Patton, you remember Jonah? Remember the name Jonah? Uh, Crazy guy, bro. Smoke heaters would come in, throw the ball in college, throw the ball like 95, 98. And he, he, right after the game, he'd be going out smoking heaters again. Coach would be like, God dang it, Jonah. You're never going to last, son. <laughs> but Jonah was my buddy, too. He lives in Indiana. Like, i probably never see him smoking again. Smoking heaters. Cigarettes. Cowboy oh, killer. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't is know it, the could, lingo. Can you pick? Yeah. Now, is uh, tobacco use, like, not permitted in, like, a college baseball game or something? I'll tell you this. It ain't permitted in Canada. You ain't supposed to import it in there. Well, I'm saying, like, if a pitcher – was pitching with a cigarette, but he could throw like 101 miles an hour in college. Like, would they tell him to put a cigarette out? During the game? Yeah. <laughs> you can't pitch during the game. You can't, yeah, what the hell is that? You can't smoke during the game. If, if my pitcher's throwing 101, he could have six of them things in his mouth. I don't know. No, the umpire, like, you couldn't do it during the game. Like, after the game. Can you put a chew in and pitch? Yeah, as long as you kept a hit, I did. And I'm going to tell you why I did. Because Star Peach and Red Man and this chew stuff, it's got sugar in it. And that's sticky. And you lick your mouth, get some stick oh, on your fingers. You gotta, oh, cool. you don't I was pretty. That. I mean, I was pretty good about that's, like finding like tricks like that. That's I use pine tar all every single spring training. I use pine tar. I put it on my wrist. I'd be out there like trying to stretch my wrist or something. My glove, and I'd be putting my fingers on pine tar. Yeah, like there, there's. Now, of there's, stuff. there's <clears> it's always a, it's a system, you know. Yeah, and man, it's Everything. Like, like I say, pro ball, you're trying to do everything you can just get to the to the next level. That's a little advantage. Little yeah. advantage. I can see that in college. Like it's your buddies, you're just trying to win the game. It's like yeah. a it's like a crazy advanced high school, like hell yeah. Yeah. But then I can see I can see pro ball, like your best friend could be a pitcher, but it's like, bro, we'll compete. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he's your best friend, but deep down, like you kinda want him to suck pitching because mm-hmm. if you do good he sucks. And, like, and hey, they come to highlight move on me. Yeah, they come to move somebody up, they're gonna move you up. What's uh, I know I've asked this before, and you don't have to tell the story. What's the craziest thing story you ever heard in y'all's ba- in your baseball career that someone ever what, told you? What did I? Oh, you want me to tell the story? You can. I'll tell. I mean, I won't throw the name. Don't throw the name. Yeah, Honeycutt, so we, you, you gonna like this? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> we had a guy. He come from the Boston Red Sox to the Toronto Blue Jays, 
older guy. He won a World Series with Boston. Pitcher. Skinny guy. Throw the hell out of it. He told us his story in the locker room one day. He's actually in his, like, whitey tighties telling this story. But he's we. I think we asked him that same question. We said, what's the craziest thing like you've ever experienced? Because you're a big-time dude. Like, you've played from several teams. So he said he was a rookie. I think he was a Boston. He was a rookie, right? But he was shoving. He was good. And you have to – Shoving. Like, doing really well. Shoving. Okay. Like, good ERA, everything, <clears throat> pitching great. But he was a rookie. And once you make it to the big leagues, like – the other guys have to take you in. Like, you start at the bottom, you're going to be carrying the bucket. Same same type of uh, deal even in college. You, you have to prove yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. So he was doing good, and uh, one of the older guys invited him over to their his house. I don't know if it was his house or condo or what. One of the guys making a bunch of money a year. Again, you got to remember, this guy's a rookie. He's just made it to the top. Mm-hmm. He's in the big-time stadium stuff in Boston, one of the most crazy stadiums in, yeah. of all of MLB. He said they're sitting there playing poker, and like five—I think it was like five or six—women walk in while they're playing poker. And he's like, he turns and looks at them, you know. And everybody else is just sitting there playing poker, like nothing. nothing they didn't even acknowledge the women walked in. He's like looking at them right and like trying to keep an eye on them, whatever. Think about us right here, and you got two more guys or three more guys sitting around here. The women get on their knees. Go under the table. <laughs> they, every single one could, of them, bro. And I could, I could see. We was talking about that. I could see him. You don't want to blow your composure, like, bro. What, the, what's going on? Yeah. You're like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Again, like he's, he's trying to fit in with the older guys. He's a rookie. Those yeah. guys are established big leagues, making millions, and th- that's some stuff too that goes on behind <laughs> the scenes. That's why it's tough on a relationship. Like you're, you're. Living across the country, your wife may be back mm-hmm. home with your kids in elementary school. Yeah, not that his situation was like that, but he come, they come in. He's like he didn't want to be the odd man out, so he did, they all just sat there play poker, and all of them just blew them off. <laughs> Every single one of them while they're playing poker. Ain't that wild, bro? Can you imagine that? I'm sure all of them probably paid off. Everyone, everybody was accounted for, right? I, I think they asked them like. Who covered or who paid the the women or whatever? But Damn. it was the guy's house they were at. The guy who obviously was making multi millions. But it was like <laughs> when they were done, the women got up and left, and like they didn't even acknowledge them. Like not a single. And I'm sure it was like one woman at a time. You know, they ain't all like, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> you look over at your buddy, and he's like, he's over here just. <laughs> God, God, God yeah. dang it! Yeah, I guess it's a matter of who, which woman gets up hey, first yeah. and leaves. Yeah. Hey, are y'all folded, or because I've I've been folded about two minutes ago? So is that <laughs> that that was a crazy story? By far, I didn't get to experience that story, obviously. But uh, Josh Donaldson played for the Blue Jays for a little bit. And he told the story about when uh, Omar ba- uh, Omar Bautista, Jose Bautista, one of the second basemen, uh, they got in a brawl in this. The he slid in the second, took out the second baseman. Well, the second baseman was a smaller guy, but he got up and pushed him. And when he pushed him, the other guy come back, rocked him square in his face, like punched him in his face hard. And then both teams started going at it. And Josh Donaldson, who was making twenty million a year I think at the time was telling this story in the locker room again probably had a uh, his towel around him from shower was in his white tights or something and I just remember thinking like this is wild dude like I'm hearing this guy who's been on TV who was uh, uh, the MLB MVP one year 
like I'm hearing this story. Really? Like it hits you, it hits you. Like yeah. this is crazy. But that that was probably one of the crazier times I had a, a encounter with. Tell a the uh, guy. tell the one again about y'all going to the basketball player's house. The big dude, Matt Geiger. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. Max got to go over to his house one time with me, but um, really, I mean, it, I don't think it was too much of a story. He just he just uh, played in the played for the Charlotte Hornets. I don't I don't think they were the Hornets at the time. Maybe they were. But he said like he played with Allen Iverson. You go into his he's got his jersey. His GM got Allen Iverson jersey. It was like, weird. He's super cool. It was guy. weird when I was down there. They're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna call up Matt, and then and finally it said Matt Geiger, and I didn't know who that was. So I hear him in the back of the car. I'm like, they're like, yeah, you know, ex NBA player, something, something, something. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, you know. I pull him up. I'm like, god dang. Next thing I know, Colt's got him on speaker. Hey man, we about to drop in and everything. I'm like, bro, this is nuts. And I. I've never in my life, I've never met a NBA player. When he shook my hand, I don't have small hands. <laughs> I don't have big hands. Because when he shook my hand, <laughs> I swear that some bitch whacked around twice. And I was like, how you doing? <laughs> Let it go. Geiger was cool. <laughs> and he was cool as hell. And he was, what, what was he, 6'9"? Was he no, nah, he, he was over seven foot. Yeah, his son was 13. And 13 years old, he was 6'4". <clears throat> his son was Okay. Here, let me, I'll, I'll pull. Gary, yeah, pull up, pull up, Matt Geiger. Oh God, you dude, probably see he, his net worth and everything is probably not extremely accurate, but um, Gary, the guy who, the fisherman who got us in touch yes. with Geiger, he told us that Matt and his brother, Matt was an NBA All Star. His brother was like a carpenter, right? So Gary would always tell the stories that like Matt and his brother would go out to bars and stuff, and Matt would obviously like cover all the bills, pay for all the drinks, mm-hmm. whatever, and Matt would be like, hey. Go get whatever girl you want to get and bring her back tonight. Like, this is on you. <laughs> and Gary said every time that Matt's brother would do that, Matt would end up stealing the girl, like, right when they got back and telling who he was <laughs> just taking him from. <laughs> but, no, Matt, Matt was awesome, dude. I, st- I mean, I, I got his number right now. If I call him asking him a question, he'd just be as helpful as he could, he could yeah, be. Yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's him against Iverson. So, it's like – yeah. Stupid. That's an older picture. It is, it is him, stupid. But, but I, I went back and watched some. Um, that is house right there. Where at? Back right there. Yeah, so that's his bachelor house. Look, $8 million. That was before he's married and everything. That was one, when he signed his contract. He bought that house, and Gary, I can't remember the exact story. Best stories. bachelor pad ever. Yeah, dude. Gary says that they would throw bangers there. Like, just tons Yeah, I guess of that's a good idea of now. Dude, a little more gray. Take, but he, he was. I mean, he's he's a freaking. Hey, I could it. honestly would make it see about getting Geiger on one of these. That'd be cool. Seriously. Yeah, if, he's if, so if, cool. If man. we did, if we did, it would it would need to be like Zoom call and maybe you sitting here too, just to. He would. I feel like he he'd do it. it. But just, just you talking to him, you know, he was he was. Oh, dude, hey, chills can be, man. And then I mean, humble. I've never. I guess I experienced that whole money thing. <laughs> What's that? This one. Yeah, dude. I'll. I'll Oh well, that says that says net worth, but just um, and how did you get in ties with him? So Gary, uh, the fisherman, mm-hmm. he, we, Gary was a guy that one of the players with the Jays just happened to meet at a bar one night, and Gary was down there too, had a boat, would take us out fishing. That's how, really how I did a lot of shoot. I probably fish more than I play baseball sometimes oh, really? in Florida. Yeah, Max got to go out there with us one time, caught a few trout, I think, caught some shark, but he had a boat and would take us out there. Um. But yeah, that was, that was one of the few times in my life where like we showed up and I was still in this hype. 
Bro, I was in my swimming trunks, a cutoff, my extra tufts. I didn't belong there, right? Fell out of place and um, showed up. And what he, was you wearing? Probably the same shit. Probably the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but they were But, like, but Colton was cool yeah. with them, so me and Gavin fell out of place. And it was, it was like introducing, shaking his hand, and he's saying, hey, I got beer over here in the coolers, over here behind the bar. I got liquors. He's like, y'all just make your drink. And, like, we sat down, you know, being us, I guess, good old Roca boys, we was, like, real content. And I finally looked at Gavin and said, Gavin, that liquor's free. And he says, I know. I'm like, I'm not sitting here no more. And it, it was it was weird, but it was, it was a cool time. Was um, there a bunch of people there? Or was it yeah, just It him? was just, like, a close family party oh. thing. Like, he, he's got his own – he owns, like, a couple of restaurants, a couple of bars, yeah. and he had his own, like – Pizza brick oven brick oven thing, yeah, and he would make us pizza. pizza. He made a dessert pizza. Do you remember time. that? Because I got a, I got a brick oven. Well, I got a I got a uni pizza oven. So I thought about making pizza. Yeah, oven. I remember the ingredients. Me and Maddie tried to make it. Yeah, yeah. I can make it. What? Well, well, probably not. Yours probably tastes like ass, but we'll try. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, and it was weird because like the guest would show up. I remember the the guy come up and he sat on a box of alcohol, and he owned a whole entire like alcohol line remember that Geiger no hey. some guy that showed up it was him and like that you could tell his wife was like some like shining star you could tell she didn't look that good oh he's another rich guy he's yeah, and, and it was yeah. like it, he he was talking about sales or something past mm-hmm. month and it was something stupid like it was like last I don't know this is I'm just throwing a number out there just to this ain't correct, but just to put it in place, like he sat on his box and he's like, "Yeah, man, you know, last year this prop bought, you know, last month brought me like six hundred twenty-two thousand dollars." And it's like, "Damn!" And Probably, you're and you're around this people and you're like, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm you in don't the belong." Wrong spot I know. It's you feel like that, but when you're around them so much, you learn to kind of adapt and what to say, what not to say, <laughs> and how to. You just gotta have. Yeah, we talked about it before, like have feel about it. Yeah, Matt, Matt was have, humble as hell, though. It didn't yeah. matter who you were. The yeah. guy that you're talking about, I forgot his name, but Gary, I think Gary told us that, like, when he come to Matt's before one time, he landed in a helicopter out there, like, out front. What kind of people was hanging Matt out Matt did? Yeah. No, 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 the guy that he's talking about that owns his own oh. liquor company. Yeah, it's, that's, I don't know, so. It's, it's cool, because then, like, a guy like that, humble as hell, just enjoying life, Florida, oh, nice, yeah. nice. And it wasn't, like, a crazy mansion. It was a nice house. It was nice. He had a big, uh, like, basketball court and lifting place. Like, it was, it was cool. It almost like Barnuminium. It was style. cool to see the Iverson, the Jordan, and the yeah. stuff on the wall. Shaq. That's, yeah. Shaq that's, all the jerseys there. and everything. To yeah. know that, that, I'm like, dude, that's so awesome. We yeah. always gave him a hard time, because there's a video on YouTube of Shaq dunking all over. All over. Like, just puts his body all over <laughs> Dunk Square. <laughs> like, don't make me call Shaq, Geiger. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now, big guy. I, I, heard, I heard Shaq same way. Shaq's cool. Like, just oh, about as, as humble. The thing I like about Shaq is you see all these guys that have these big-time contracts with Nike and Under Armour and Adidas and stuff. Shaq got a contract with Walmart. He puts his shoes yeah. in Walmart and sells them for like 20 30 bucks, yeah. so kids yep. can afford them. Yep, so like, someone could be wearing awesome. a Shaq shoe. Yep, no, no, that's no, – Yeah, it's Shaq. hard to – when you've made that much money and that much success for you to be that level of – Humble and right. remembering what you came from, you definitely appreciate people like that. Who's your, uh, who's the Cali boy that I was down there? We was down there when I was at one time. Anders Anderson. Anders Tolhurst. That's it. Cali. He's he's a cool dude too. He's he's at Gasparilla right now. That that big time festival. So anybody. Okay. But he's another one, man. Like the only time I'd see him be in Florida, but like at the time, like you get close to these guys, you, you take almost take a bullet for them, you know? Yeah. And then the next day, you may never see them again. So that's, that's the thing about uh, pro You talk about kinda... him and that guy's relationship, like straight Cali boy. 
I mean, Kelly, and they would talk mad shit. And you, and it was just, it was funny because I swear, it was, I don't know if it was a double-edged sword because you would talk some mad shit to Anderson, and then he would come back with something, and in my head I'm like, Anderson, that wasn't any good. You got yeah, Anders. I, I look, Anders. Anders. Anderson. Anders. Anders. A N D E R S. Well, he had a son, so uh, <laughs> Anderson's son. son so. <laughs> no, but, you're you're right. They got. I mean, everybody's culture is different, especially when when you meet guys from Dominican Republic, Brazil, uh, Cuba. I mean, he's all, all good. Some very good dudes, right? I mean. Some very good, some very shitty. Really? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe, maybe shitty. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But what else? Um, throughout your path, anybody else, like, professional-wise that you met that's, like, crazy big image or anybody? or Vladdy. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. I mean, I was giving him rides back and forth from the spring training complex. The next thing I know, he's on TV hitting big league. I mean, sure. getting, hitting bombs. But Vladdy was a big one. Um Where's he from? Dominican Republic. Wow. But he's his his <clears throat> father was like Hall of Famer good. Oh. Roger Clemens. Met Roger okay. Clemens. He gave us rides back and forth in Vancouver. Like he he was a super cool guy. Casey, his son, he was he was pretty cool. You uh, remember when we was on a cruise and we went to uh Dominican. Oh yeah. We pulled up and I swear it looked like a shit box. And the best looking grass on that thing was that diamond. Oh yeah. You, you could see it from the boat. It looked like brutal. And damn, if you didn't see like diamond, 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 and they looked pristine, and I swear you saw like five year olds, six year olds, and they was over there just throwing ball. Well, that was another place in the DR. Waking up, going to breakfast. It's like seven in the morning, and we're on vacation on a cruise boat, and you walk over there, get you a plate of eggs, bacon, whatever, and I'm like, well, shit, I'm gonna grab me a freaking Bud Light. I'm walking through the dining hall and pass all these people with a cut-off on but glass Bud Light yeah. in my hand with a plate of eggs, and all these people are looking at me and stuff like that. But I remember that from being at DR, but parked right upside the canal, or in the canal, right there I, I at their dock. I don't know dock, which side we was on. And they was forget. like, don't go past the guest area. Yeah. Yeah, well, just to be safe on them cruises, they talk about, you know, they obviously make a lot of their money off guest and yeah. they're there to please. They're just like, don't venture outside to places where, like, like tourists are welcome, stuff like that. Some places you can go out, so, but I think they made strict instructions there not to not to go out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, well, cool deal. Anything else you want to add? I'm trying, I'm trying to think of some stuff I've, I've wanted to ask because, I mean, just, I don't know, just being in that situation of throwing the ball at the – what about what about Colton wild. as the non baseball player? Man, duck hunting, gay as hell. What's what's some things you like to enjoy, man? Uh, hunting, man. <clears throat> That's what I mean. I told Max another probably not too long ago. When we were talking about going to Arkansas. I'm like, man, I'm done playing ball. Like, That's what I lived for before. Now we're gonna live the hunt. And I honestly, last year I thought was probably my best year duck hunting because. We had a decent year around here with a buddy of mine, some like ponds and private spots, and uh, we went to Texas last year. But I mean, this year hadn't been half half bad duck cutting either. I didn't. This is I will say this is the first year, and I can't remember how long that I did not shoot a deer. <clears throat> now my I've got my wife on a six pointer. She shot a deer at thirty six yards, which is, I thought was a pretty neat accomplishment. Thirty six yards is long for me. I mean, yeah, for oh, a yeah. woman as well. Yeah, no doubt. I think a 36-yard woman shot is about a 56-yard dude shot, probably. Probably, probably yeah. something like that. But that's, I mean, I just enjoy the hunt now, man. 
What are you What are you shooting for now? Like, you any career path or anything like that? Uh, I'm working, and I just finished my degree this past um, past fall. So maybe it was a finance degree from Charlotte. So maybe try to pursue something of that. But I'm working for uh, ABC, and that keeps me busy. And then we hunt just about every chance we get. I mean, duck hunt and deer hunt, and didn't get to go to Can- went to Kansas last year and deer hunted, which was awesome. Shot an eleven pointer on the second day, and went and scouted in Nebraska for a while. Didn't really like the terrain there. Didn't feel like buying a over counter tag, so I kind of shuttered tater around, shuffled tater around, whatever. And um, but yeah, we're going actually going. I'm leaving Tuesday, going back to Texas. Oh really? Yeah, going goose hunting for the conservation season where there ain't no limit. You shoot, oh hell yeah! Shoot, That's man. a no limit. Um, no plug in the gun. Unplugged no plug. guns, extension no, tubes, and electronic column. Yep. So we're going to go back down there and try to hammer some. I got a group of guys going. Just got back from OR, Kansas. Yeah, I Hell guess we, trip. we can jump into that. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, baseball. <laughs> Goodbye, baseball. Well, you already talking about hunting. <laughs> I mean, that's, man, what, I could, what I could talk about Did you about finish up your time? I, any, any, I know there's some good stories of just. Like Reggie making himself throw up in the drain. Like, I mean, is there any, anything like just some, I don't know, something hilarious that you've seen you could tell or something or just off the top of your head? You ain't got to think too. I mean. I'll, I'll tell a story that I'll remember forever uh, that actually happened at Charlotte before pro ball. I mean, we could I could tell stories all day just from the time that I've spent doing pro ball, but this is something that stuck with me forever. Um, first year at Charlotte, we had maybe or maybe like second or third practice, and they already started calling me Big Country. That was my nickname, Big Country, all the way from I could Charlotte, see that. Charlotte all the way to Pro Ball. Everybody started calling me Big Country, and it stuck. Maybe my second or third practice at Charlotte, Coach Hibbs, we're stretching, and Coach Hibbs is coming around, like talking to us, kind of dapping us up, trying to have a good practice and everything. And he goes, Big Country, how many animals have you shot in your lifetime? I'm like, remember first year, like second, third practice. I really don't know the guys that well yet, and I'm like, uh, uh, what do you, what do you mean, coach? Like, how many, how many animals have I shot? Like, yeah, man, like total. How, I know you hunt and stuff. Like, how many animals have you shot? I'm thinking like total, and he's like, yeah. I'm thinking like shooting birds and squirrels and rabbits and did just give, stuff in the did back. You give him a number. Yeah, I gave him a number, but I'm thinking like it's quite a bit. So I was like. Man, I don't know. Maybe like three thousand total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that was it. Like I saw eyes from every single guy stretching. They all just looked at me like, "This dude's a murderer. <laughs> he's a da- he's a goddamn psychopath." <laughs> yeah, like my third practice, and everybody's like, "This dude's crazy." <laughs> so that's that's something that stuck with me for a well, while. I guess but. doves, twenty birds. Where I mean, it, don't, it adds up. Yeah, like I don't know, but I guess like man, I don't know. Maybe two, three thousand, coach. Yeah, I was, if I had to guess, I, I, me, I'd probably thought number two thousand. Just yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about these squirrels. Hundred and, happens pretty quick. <laughs> hundred ducks happens like. Nothing. What was his response? Like yesterday. Yeah. He's like two thousand laws. Really, two thousand? There's something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, he said, "Don't animals. even ask me. Don't even ask me about people." <laughs> Yeah, but no, that's that's all right. But no, we yeah we can. I mean, I could talk about baseball all day, man. There's so many so many stories and so much stuff. I just I'll say I will forever be grateful for the opportunities and the places <clears throat> I've been to see, and the guys I've met, and the people who have supported me. 
like hometown stuff. I know they had a parade, the Fourth of July parade. They put me in a parade for being drafted. So I will forever, I'll forever be thankful. Who uh, throughout your journey through professional career, who's the one guy that like you could think the most that gave you that like bump or edge or help that probably I guess dramatically affected your professional career the most? I guess you'd say. Like a pitching coach or a teammate or something. I will say that the the coach that helped me get to that level would be my coach at Charlotte, Sean Doty, that helped me get to that. He helped me a lot with pitching. He simplified it, dumbed it down for me where I can understand stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'd say as far as like baseball-wise, once I got to pro ball would probably be either Justin Dillon, the guy from California, or Durs. I got real, real close to Durs those last – because we spent every day together for seven months straight in rehab, like every day. We'd go in and we'd go back and eat. And then Eric Pardino was another guy. Like there's there's a few that I I really had a good time with. I got to remember that we're on camera. I probably shouldn't be displaying all my fucking cans up here. I wonder if they can see that in my stash. I've just drank one, people. Yeah, oh, we're, right. we're, we're staying at night. But. Not that I give a damn, but – it's like I got all this bundle yeah. right here. Well, we we can transition to Arkansas. I yeah, just absolutely. I don't know. I guess it's. I mean, it, does it? Is there a point where you're like, okay, you've done it. It's, that was fun. Cool. A lot of memories. It's just another thing. You move. I mean, yeah. You you move on. You have to. Like, does it? it does. Always. Is it hurt you inside at all to know that? Damn. Had it not been for this fucking shoulder, like. Did you really want to – was it that big, like you wanted to go pro really bad? I 110% wanted to make it to the big leagues. Yeah. I mean, that's been a dream of probably everybody's. But or I shouldn't say go from, pro, but big major leagues. Yeah, make it to the major leagues. That's that's always been a, um, you know, a goal of mine. And I, I'm not saying I would have been an MVP or a Hall of Fame or anything like that, but I think that if my shoulder would not held up or would have held up, I would have had a, a really good shot at, at making it. Just I'm I'm six foot seven. You know, I, I throw quarters. strikes. You can't you We'll can't. break out the tape measure yeah. and give you justice <laughs> after this. But I, I I mean I think I would have had a really, really decent shot of, yeah. of doing it. Just it I was mean, shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. Two two shoulder surgeries and they wanted to do the third one and I, said, I guess we did hell I don't think we talked about a second one really. Second, se- second was major. Second one was major. But it, By it, same doc, same guy? Same guy, Dr. Andrews, yeah. But it helped me enough, I guess, to get back and pitch. But they did some, ex- like, extreme work in there. They cut – so they went into the top of my shoulder and cut the bicep tendon because you have a big head and a small head of your bicep tendon. I think it's the big head that runs all the way up. The big head is not one of them. He cut that from my shoulder where it attaches pulled it back down to like the lower kind of almost where the top of your bicep is and drilled through the bone with a drill like a like a drill bit and attached it in the back where my tricep is so actually my bicep tendon attaches where my tricep is it's not you have any metal in there or no it's not. I don't think it's metal, but there is like a there's a chip is, in is there. Is there foreign objects in your arm? There is several for several right, for right now. Oh yeah, that's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That when sounds he, like kind of close to my knees you, because they had to drill through, pretty much pull the patellar, and then stretch it all the way through, lock that bitch in. With, both with sides. you right now, do you have any foreign objects in your knees? Do you know? You probably got some. Uh, yeah, I got something. But yeah. Just some, some anchors. I think they call it anchors. 
Yeah. Now, when you go through TSA, sh- they well, gotta take sh- your arm off. It shows up when uh, <laughs> screw your head off. I show. It shows up when I get an X-ray. The, oh there's, yeah, there's X-ray will there, show yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, X-ray will show up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no major surgery. I tell you what sucks. What sucks is, what sucks is your best friend's away. But what sucks too is you know like more than anything in the world, you want your best friend to like succeed. And what sucks too is having the surgery and then having the phone call and then hearing going like. Yeah, man, it still ain't no good. I'm like, fucking A, man. This is yeah. not this is not the conversation I wanted to have, but, I mean, it is, it is what it is. It's, and I, I always told him, I said, back here is easy, you know, talking from Rowan County, 9 to 5 I was like, no matter what you do, just if you call it quits, I was like, I better not, we're like 80 years old in rocking chairs drinking coffee, I better not hear the words saying, well, man, what if I'd done this? Or what if I'd done that? I'd be like, you know, go until. Yeah, you always. I mean, we give each other shit, but you always supported me on yeah, that. Yeah, and it was. I, I think I, it. I don't ever want to hear, man. I should have done. No, no, f off. No, go until you can. You're well, done. there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing. We could have tried another surgery, but Correct. there's nothing yeah. else. So, like, I'll, no. When you. Well, I think probably after the first one, you probably started to think, yeah, this ain't looking good. There was there was times, and I was talking to Max, and I was talking to Maddie, and my mom, my brother, like like. You could see the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah, it was hurting. Like, I was pitching through it. It was hurting. I put a straw in my mouth to, like, fight through the pain just to pitch through it because, like, I, you could see it coming down. They would have had to be – I would have had to take a 180-degree turn on how I felt. Not necessarily how I was performing, but how I felt to make it, you know, to mm-hmm. the top. Well, it had to be you, you sling something pretty quick and you go, dang, that, that's it. that felt good. Yeah, like I, that yeah. one actually didn't hurt. Yeah, that one didn't hurt, yeah. But. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's, uh, and what's wild is, is as unique as it is to you, how many other people's stories they have that. Like, there's, uh, there's so many people that no one knows about their professional career. Yeah. I know. Because of an injury, and they could have been the next big thing, and no one don't even know it. But, That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, I've been tickled to death. I, hell, I was, yeah, I was ready to, you know, bounce up in the $9 million house. Like, yo, I know this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I, I can tell you this. I would have treated y'all right. We'd have a <laughs> Yeah, damn bouncer like, sir, 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 you can't park there. Like, yes, I can. Go get him. Go get the guy who owns this place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we would have had a lot of fun. But no, it's like, man, I tell you, I ain't nothing. I got a bad spell of luck and all kinds of horse shit, but ain't nothing more I believe than everything happens for a reason, so. That's right. right. But. Yeah, well, transitioning to. I guess transition to Arkansas. Yeah, would you consider our past, we, we hunted eight days two weeks ago? Yeah. Would you can out of like a very good hunt for Arkansas, or just just no more no less than good in Arkansas? I'd say it was a it was a good hunt. I would in say Arkansas. good too because yeah. I I think, of like I was telling Brandon like I guess when you're hunting where we was at in Arkansas, you can look up in the sky, and just just not not scouting like a place where it has a lot of birds. You can just look up, and you can, you can see like eighty two hundred three hundred birds in the sky. Yeah, it's doing a lot of good, ain't it? Well, it just, Shit's been sitting up Hey, bro, I don't ask questions, the, the stuff you have in this place. I just roll with it. But, uh, I mean, uh, in certain areas of Arkansas, it was how it should be. It just wasn't sky-wide is a good way to say that. I yeah, guess. I think it had a lot to do with the weather, kind of like Colin was talking about. I was talking yeah. to him before, like talking about the freeze line. I think it, the weather just wasn't yeah. ideal. I mean, we've had – some very good years out there, and we've had years that were worse than that 
the year by far. So I, I mean, I, I would consider it a good hunt. Will we end up hundred and two, hundred and one? Hundred one. Hundred one birds. Hundred one eight days. And, but we're we're going back to on on one day, we had our six man at thirty six. Yeah. And, and then also another day we also shot just three teal. Yeah. So it it was. I don't know. I, yeah, I'll good. enjoy the I'll enjoy the hell out of just seeing different state. Dude, like, I, if we ever get to that level. Where we can take off and just go hunt for whenever you want to weeks yeah. at a while. If anybody's listening, and you like duck hunting. You never been out state. Just shit year or not. Yes, it's a, it's it. a game changer. I mean, that's go rent a pit line. We got over some rice. I will say that we got extremely, extremely lucky meeting the guys that we met because of how they treat us out there when we go out there and stay and stuff like. A lot of people go out there, they're staying in a hotel, and, and you know, you got to pay for the hotel, you got to pay for all your food. Like, it's the guys that we met, they treat us extremely well, and they're, you know, just good Southern people, you can say that. And we always, you know, tip them and everything well, but they treat us well. So even if we wouldn't have had, just the scouting part was, I enjoyed that, like, almost well, I, as good I, I as could, shooting. The, I could tell that you, it was a different ball game from you, just you and your brother. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hell yeah, why not be in a different state with your best bud? I mean, yeah, there ain't nothing to stop us. No, I know. That was that was a blast, man. Yeah. I, I tell you what, we had this conference. So we uh we got in there Friday. Yeah. We Friday. the boat ramp that we was putting in and hunting out of, Brandon, um, the water was so low that you couldn't get the like it was past concrete and everything, it was so low you couldn't put the boat in. So we had to put the boat in another ramp that had water and drive the boat all the way up. Well, we dropped him and his brother off, and he took off on the ramp. So we drove like it was this. It's, it's basically a huge levee that surrounds the river. So we was on top of the river riding the deer. Oh my God, dude! Within four hours of riding that levee, from I would, it wasn't this time frame, but you could on one evening from one to five ride that levee, and you will see more white-tailed deer. Then you will in three, we'll say two seasons of North Carolina. Just can you hunt there? A lot of it's private. They have, Arkansas has public land, but a lot of the levee actually yeah. is private. But yeah. it's it's different because makes the, sense because I guess the deer know that's where they're safe at. And I guess well, yeah, I mean people hunt them, but it's just kind of that. It's just that location, man. <laughs> it's just the levee is a big hill that keeps the river from coming in. And it's and grass on, on each side. Yeah. So the deer just tear all up the over. grass. All over. And I, I think about this too. We would be driving the levee and then you know, count 20 deer to our right just eating beside the river. And we look over through a field and then like throughout the whole entire like mile and a half you can see through the field. You could, you know, you can, just, count you several. can see little brown. I mean, there's over 50 in there. But I guess... I don't give it any count because even back home with like North Carolina, I'm sure if you had like radar detection over a mile and a half, you would probably see the piss out of deer too. It's just you know woods and stuff, but out there, dude, you saw them, crazy deer. Um, yeah, I mean even to the point. What well, hell, up We pulled it. they and they didn't mind people driving by them. They we, they're we used ran, to it. We ran parallel with one for a while. Yeah, Colton wouldn't let up the gas. He kept <laughs> he was running right beside <laughs> And that you could tell that doe was <laughs> he, he he ran this deer so much that when it went out in the field and turned around and you could see it. <laughs> You're like you I said, just wouldn't let it cross. I was I just like yeah, yeah, he, he when the deer would slow up, he would slow up. <laughs> and I looked up at him like, God dang Colton, you done gassed the white tail. She's over there just dying. Any big bucks? 
There, well, compared to here, there's a lot of big. Bucks. I would say the average deer around here, you add like their average deer add ten to fifteen inches. I would say. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. maybe even twenty on out there. You know, out here, you know, average eight pointer, decent eight pointer is one ten. Out there, it's probably around one twenty. Yeah, so it's just it ain't. I, it, I'm not gonna say it's quite like Kansas or no, Iowa, no. like like the money states, but it's much better than here. It was to the point we was just. Ride around scouting, you know, having a good time. That we remember that one deer. It was like fifteen yards, and Colton was like, "Yeah, I bet him a hundred bucks that he couldn't pop that deer in the head." With and I said, "I said, Colton, I can sh- thread that needle, dog." I was like, "I was like, there's no." I was like, "Yes, I can." He's like, "Well, do it." I'm like, "Colton, I'm not dropping this deer in the middle of the field with a pistol." <laughs> Private. Land. He's like, "Well, you can't do it." I said, "Colton, I can drop that deer," and he's like. We'll do it. I'm like, I, well, I ain't doing it. <laughs> so I told him when we got back, we got to set up Bait a target. Minute, he, was trying, he was trying, man. man. He was trying. Out. And in my head, I was, I already ran it. Pow! Deer just falls down. I'm like, well, what do we do now? <clears throat> Nothing. And I, I never see that hundred dollars till the day I get put in the ground. So we just gonna, you know, keep on. I'd give it to him. He would have dropped it, but I <laughs> but, told him he had to drop it. She couldn't run off. <laughs> what been hilarious is, is, you know. I guess a fairy tale land. If I would have done this act, is oh, and they're just sitting there, just <laughs> looking at me, like, okay, I guess I owe somebody a hundred dollars. I tell you what, with that C CWD man, it's I really think about pulling the trigger again in one of these counties that's got it because I was like, yeah, cool, yeah, ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, and then you're like. Damn, yeah. we got to do a lot of work. Yeah, and luckily yeah. I didn't have to do shit. Andy and Austin did everything. What well, what what all y'all have to do there, <clears throat> Stokes, when you shot that day? Well, I shot her. I pulled the trigger at like five forty something yeah. like that. Y'all, y'all keep going. I got up in up in Stokes, mm-hmm. and of course that's a hour forty five minute drive, and it's Sunday, or no, I'm sorry, it's Monday. And oh, y'all were hunting on <clears throat> a Monday up there. Hunting on a Monday because it was New Year's. It was this was January second. And it was one. Sure enough, it was one of those counties where I had to debone the meat. Mm. Oh, couldn't bring any. Was it? Is it bone marrow and brains? I think it's. Yeah, you, I don't it's know just, all the just specs meat, on basically. it. Yeah, and but it's it's just got to be strictly meat. And I busted her shoulder when I shot. Have you seen the video? Yeah, we we actually watched it on the way to Arkansas. Now I was oh, driving. You? Yeah, but we did watch it. Yeah, yeah, I blew her shoulder out. Cause y'all watched them for a while, didn't you? Well, I just couldn't get a shot because oh. I was wanting to shoot as soon as we saw him because me and Austin was just sitting there shooting the shit. And he's like, he's in the tree probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 yards from me. And he's kind of up a little bit. Yeah. Man, we were bullshitting around. I was over there throwing him jerky from like 10, 15 yards away. And I just had to look up one time. I was like, Austin, there they are. And there was six of them standing out there in the middle of the field. And I started getting the rifle ready, and I was getting ready to let it rip. That would have been a good time to shoot it to give us a little bit more time. Yeah. But right when I pulled it, got the scope up and was looking, she she turned broad she turned away from broadside and was walked was straight away from me. Uh, that was the only one I could get a shot on and she never turned. In that in that my time we was just sitting there looking, watching them. And then this one started on the edge, started creeping out, creeping out, creeping out. And Austin goes, How about this one on the far right? Can you get a shot I want a shot on her? I pulled the scope around there and said, oh, hell yeah. And I, I mean, the rest was just history. And I yeah. pulled the trigger and busted her right through oh, the front shoulder. Oh, you had her. Yeah. yeah. Busted her right through the front shoulder, shot her hard out the back. 
And uh, we was like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, and then we got down there and we was like, the sun, it just got dark. Yeah, do all uh, that work. <clears throat> but, no, I, I think, shout out to JB. He does he good makes stuff, everybody. He? he makes everybody's life a lot easier. JB's deer processing, but yeah, he, he made does. it a lot easier on on us because he got good summer sausage. And uh, I will say, from all the stuff that I've had from JB's, I think the bacon burger is always the most reliable. Mm-hmm. It is. You're gonna pay a little bit more for the uh, Slim Jim and the summer sausage, and the summer sausage is good. Like you say, there's something about the cheese. It melts like in normal tea. Hey, JB, <clears throat> I'm talking Tell to him you. What's up? Yeah. Don't hate on the guy now. No, he does good work. We just gotta fix one thing. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to. I'm. Yeah, I'm not hating on him. I just want. When you hear this, just shoot me a text. Do you use high temp cheese? That's all I want to know. That's it. We can find. Yeah. Because I, 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 I think I saw Because high it temp is. cheese shouldn't melt. No. It's 68 degrees in my house. <laughs> Your house is more like 64. <laughs> yeah, we hang you meat in that dog. But uh, no. Even when I was down there, so. Obviously, we've talked about it before. So, Stokes was a secondary site, I guess yeah. you could say it. So, from only, like, there was a certain day I used to have the email, like, this is not correct, but, for example, like, November 1st, the 28th, was that when you harvested a deer, you either had to have it to a taxidermy and have to take a sample and send it off, or you legit remove the head, put it in a bag, and you dropped it in a drop station, like a freezer. That's how crazy it was. Where was the, like, the, was it Virginia that was the primary? Is no. that where they was heavy? No, it, no, it was, uh, no, it was, it was our Actually, state. It was Yakin. Yeah. Oh, Yakin, Yakin County. County. Yeah. Okay. So you got Yakin was this, then around that you got like Surrey, uh, Wilkes. Um, so probably Stokes. all of them were secondary, or was it just Stokes? They were all them secondary now, counties. I, I, I'll pull them out, but uh, <clears throat> what it, all you it pull was? Pull it up on there. Yeah. Um, what? But um, and even when I was down there, I'm like, damn. Me, I was like, if I shoot a big enough deer, I'm going to find a taxidermy close. Yeah. You know, because I was like, I don't want to do all that. But even when I was down there going, like, driving down there, I'm like, I ain't shooting no doe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd have to do I'd all be, that I'd be damned if I can't, you know, um, shoot a doe and just uh, bring her back to JB's and everything. Cause he just, he, that that guy, he just, he treats everybody as right. And he always, that. for y'all, yeah, for y'all cool. when we say JB, we're talking about a deer processing unit. And it's, oh, it's, it's in Mount Pleasant. It is in Mount Pleasant. They do yeah. good work, and he try, he treats every person the oh, same. I mean, just with oh, wow. the, as much Damn. respect as you can. He talks way. to you like he's known you forever. Why are we in the Caribbean? Yeah, where are we at here? I don't know what the hell. Let me just refresh this thing because I was just I was just see. Hey, that. let me let me tell a story while we're, while we're gonna go yeah, over go this. Ahead. Brandon Cassis, a buddy that I played baseball with at Charlotte, right? Yeah. Was, is it, and this is how you know this guy because I've heard this name Cassis a lot. Yeah, that's how I met Cassis. Okay. He was at my wedding. Okay. Awesome dude. Love him to death. Just a good time. He'll get you in trouble, but he's a good time. But uh, we were dove hunting down there at the farm one time, shooting a couple of doves. It was his like first time, I think, ever holding a shotgun, basically, from Maryland City, boy. But he was a good time. But uh, So the farmer comes out there, and he says, he's like, hey, Golden, Come up here for a second. And now Cassis could see me in the distance. Now, he couldn't hear what we were saying because it was so far off, but he could see me <coughs> in the distance. He's like, hey, man, I got a, I got a sick heifer. I like, guess heifer's sick. I need you to put her. He asked me if I had a gun. 
I said, yeah, I got a shotgun. He's like, you have like a rifle. And I said, like, I got a 22 or 17 in the truck, 22 basically. Yeah. People. And um, so I walked back and get it. He's like, I need you to, need you to shoot this heifer for me. I said, what? <laughs> he said, I need you to put down this cow like it's sick. And it's gonna, it's gonna suffer and it's gonna die. Yeah. And keep keep in mind, Acasta can see me off in the distance, can't hear what we're saying. I was like, he don't know what's going on. He don't know kinda. what's going on. So I'm like, all right, man, if you say so. So I walk up behind this cow, this sick cow, and I put the barrel right behind the ear, pointed like straight out the front of its head, and I pull the trigger, and that cow just drops, right. So I, I, I was like, is that all you need me to do, man? Talking to the farm. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I hate you how to do that, but I don't even have a gun. Like, you know, I, I, it's in all the way back at the house and all that stuff. Like, all right, well, it's no just problem. real close, like humane, just pow, went up. Yeah, dead, yeah. right? So I'm walking back to Cassis, and it takes me a few minutes to get back here. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to mess with it. <laughs> he goes, I get back there, and he's like, bro, what did you just do? I was like, bro freaking farmer told me we weren't allowed to hunt here anymore i was like so i shot his damn cow well cassis there's a whole pasture of them cassis looks at me looks back at the cows looks back at me says yeah man fuck this farmer he starts shooting the damn cow I was like, no, bro, no, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, he had a shotgun, so it was just peppering him. I was like, no, bro, no, I'm just kidding, man, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. That's Cassis, he's an old city boy. He said, yeah. He's looking at me like, what the heck just happened? I, I seen it. He's thinking, I've seen this dude in the distance, and this cow just. He's like, yeah, man. Uh, you, talk, you talk about ride or die. <laughs> that, was, that was it. He, he's damn trip. I, yeah. Cassis is tall too. So have you met him? No, I don't think I have. He's he's taller guy too. He's probably yeah. six four. He yeah. probably yeah, mo- probably one of the, one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. Uh, what's what's funny when we go to Coyote Joe's, him and Colton and me. <laughs> I hang around some tall ass people. You know, it don't do me any good. But you know, we went to Coyote Joe's, and I swear we. They're the, they're the crowd leaders. I'm, I'm in the back. I'm the caboose. You know, I let them plow because they do very good at it unless they're in a bar in Florida. They do very good. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on. All right, remind me afterwards. And I swear, dude, when uh they got Mill County Joe's dance floor and stood side by side, I was like, hey, this is good. You know, music blaring. Two like white girls in the back. I heard her start screaming. She's that's just great. Two tallest mother in this whole place standing in front of my god way, and I'm just dying back there. I'm like. Honey, get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's tell the bar story. It's not too funny. But it's not funny. It made me mad. Max, obviously, being the homophobic guy that he I'm is. I'm not homophobic. It's, it's, he's not big on the shoulder-to-shoulder deal. Like if you're in a I, bar I just respect another yeah. dude. I don't want to nipple rub him. You know, yeah, close yeah. to close. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Gavin was down there. He come to, Gavin come down with him, my cousin, and um, – we're we're me and Gavin are like, hey man, like let's take one more lap. We're just gonna walk around the bar and then leave, just because we had some other guys with us if we saw them, whatever. And I told Gavin, I was like, hey, just just follow me, follow me. So Max, it was me, Gavin, and Max, and I walked probably like 
five minutes and the biggest figure eight in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> it's shoulder to shoulder, dude. You know, I'm leading. I'm the tall guy. They see me come and they'll at least give me a little bit of room. I'll snake through. I look back about halfway. Max is back there just huffing and puffing like a bull. He's like, are y'all ready to go? <laughs> he was so bad. I, listen, I was drunk. I was pissed off. I was ready to uh, – I was ready to hit somebody. He, he was and it made me best friends. I was ready to hit somebody, something. But that was that was fun. When y'all come down, we got the fish and stuff and go out in Gary's boat. That was a fun time. I tell you what's wild, dude, wading in water honey cut and surf fishing. Well not really, I guess off island, saltwater fishing, whatever you want to call it. And a guy named Manatee just swim by you like a Volkswagen just comes cruising by you. Yeah, man, them things are big. And I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Very big. No, they no, they're like the sea cow of the ocean. But I didn't, I didn't like something moving like that near me. And when I'm like, you know, yeah. hell, that big belly button deep. Yeah, they're big. Pretty like, big. They're big, man. Yeah, they're obviously not a Volkswagen. Yeah, they're they're very big. Like they uh, they got a bunch. Of, you see pictures of a bunch of scars on their back. Pull and stuff one up from, on that from, from uh from. What? Let's get. Let's take a guess how much a thing weighs. I'm gonna say about five hundred pounds. I was gonna say about five hundred for manatee. I'm gonna say five hundred. Just guess. Grown manatee. We did. We got to talk about the the ride back from Arkansas. Yeah. We well, we never did do the, the the the. Hold on. Let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, here's West Indian. What what I need? Let me do Florida. Florida manatee. Because that that weight right there was way off. That was nine hundred pounds. Florida manatees. Yep, yep. Y'all y'all gonna like this. Big big. Not too good. Thousand pounds. But uh, I mean, they're big. You see them come by. It looks like this table right here. I mean, I mean, it's big. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't like them. Around a thousand pounds. That's crazy. Yeah, look at so, but I mean, just docile creature. Yeah. I mean, very. Don't want something like that swimming around my legs. If I'm not mistaken, you cannot touch those things, or you will get like a federal charge. They are protected. So a lot of times they have a. Uh, they got like boat marks and stuff and props from just them yeah. hitting on the water mm-hmm. like that and they get hammered. I don't even know what they. I, don't, I honestly don't care what to look up what they feed on, but the grass like do seaweed they? stuff. Yeah, yeah. Obviously docile, nothing to it. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, want yeah. that damn you know whisker face to brush up. And I didn't want to feel leather. That's I, what they look like in the water. How far was he from? How far? Oh, they they from here to that camera. They cross in front of you. Yeah, I didn't like you it. You could get like you I could get right up and that. touch them because they're slow. They just kind of yeah. float along. And what was bad too is the it, that's about how we was fishing some green ass murky Florida water, and you would just see like below you just see like a brown blob, and it's like oh the hell with that. Yeah, dude. Like that sure. Because I mean I know it's not gonna bite you, it's not gonna hurt your life, but I mean even like if it bumped my leg, I'm like bro, I'm out. I'm well, just out. even like snorkeling with those sea turtles and yeah, was, where that was, was that? Wild. At? Where were we at when we did that? <sighs> Grand Cayman, or no, those weren't Not sea, sea turtles. turtles. They were freaking stingrays. Stingrays. Yeah. Oh stingrays. yeah, Steve Irwin wouldn't like that. Hey, no. this so, cool like one time, and then I'm like, hey, this is not fun anymore. Oh, so so that was prime. Here's Stokes. Oh god, this oh. This, this, this thing's so sensitive. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. So here's here's Stokes. I oh, we're, okay. So hold on, we're back this on is the Stokes. This is CWD deal yeah, with the sorry, deer. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. So we're bouncing on all Surrey, take a leak real quick. Surrey and right. yeah, can do your thing, but yeah. So <clears throat> we all it's, it's all right. We'll be all over the place, but yeah. I hope next year we don't have that BS. If uh, then again, if we even hold a lease again, I don't know. I don't know. At least, uh, at least we can turkey hunt. 
Who's up? Who's up? Is it? Who's first got? It's you. It's between you and Andy. Who shot last target between me and him? I mean, technically, I I down to the seconds, Austin had the last kill. And it, it was, was supposed you. to be Andy. That was you. Because I was last in the rotation. Then Andy, Austin, you, and then me. Here's what I'm thinking. Andy shot his last bird on Stokes, correct? Yes. And I shot mine in Kansas. So technically Andy. Or was it? Yeah, it was Andy that year. Then Yeah, okay. Technically so Andy's Andy the, the person in the rotation. And then you... And then me, and then Austin. That's right, because at the very the last day of turkey season last year, um, I was videoing. Yeah, yeah, Andy, then me, yeah, and then okay, yeah, yeah. Because so. before me, it was your turkey in Kansas. Yeah, well, was I gonna look up anything else? No, we we, we get on that. Um, but yeah. So the trip back from Arkansas, we never hit on. I guess uh, the best person to tell a story was the guy driving vehicle. Colt, go ahead and tell that one. I'll tell Swing what, that thing to you. I'll tell what I saw, then y'all can you can kind of tell what you saw from the back seat. We have been we left early that morning. We probably left before four, didn't we? I, it was four four fifteen. Yeah, we were trying to get back a decent time there. And I was gone for a little while, wasn't you? We was gone for eight days. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to get back. <clears throat> he was complaining about taking one extra day off work. The guy's a millionaire over here. Can't take one day off of work. This son of a bitch, man. But, uh. I get caught a millionaire one more time. <laughs> Rutson caught it earlier. But, um, 13 hour, 13 hour drive That's coming you got back. Loose lips. And we're at Mount Hope Church Road going to Faith, which Mount Hope leads into Faith. Literally five, probably legit five minutes, probably less than that, from my driveway. And we have been driving since 4 a.m. Of course, in my time to drive, coming up over. The remember you know where the sharp turn is on if you're coming this way on Mount Hope you, from Old Concord, take Mount Hope and then there's just two ponds up on the right side. Yeah, and then there's a long straightaway. Right, yeah. well we was just getting started on the long straightaway, like not far at all on it. Yeah, there's a picture right there. That's a good picture. It did some damage. Yeah, maybe next. Luckily, it a looks boat. a lot better on that. Vehicle than does the other vehicle. The other vehicle is gone. <coughs> but we're if y'all look at the camera right now, you can you can see the the beauty of what happened. Yeah, front front. So what happened? So the one right. she's turning. So she says that she missed her driveway. She's a Pizza Hut delivery girl. Missed her driveway, turned around and was coming back our way. So we were going the opposite direction, head to head, right. And I see the car from a long way off. Don't think nothing of it. Two minutes earlier, when we turned on Mount Hope, I was like, well, boys, we're almost home. So, see the car is like she just never saw us. I don't know for a fact. I'm assuming she was looking down on her phone, or her phone was propped up, and she was looking at the address to get it exact to turn it. Just from, I drove Uber back, taking it back to baseball. I drove Uber for a while to give me something to do, make some money. But I'm assuming she was looking at her phone, and she just turned right in front of us. And I just remember going, no, 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 no. And I just, like, locked up the brakes, and we just smacked her hard. <coughs> she, she, When she hit us, we hit head-to-head, basically. She was barely turning. We hit head-to-head. She pushed us off the road, and we took out eight mailboxes that was on the same little post. Yeah, bro, look, look at this picture. We had more mailboxes than a post. There was a mailbox there. underneath <coughs> the truck there. Mailbox on the floor. 
or on the road, and <laughs> there's butter. mail all over the road. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was just, dude. I, carnage. I bet it felt <coughs> like a bad. freaking eighteen wheeler hit her. I With bet that so. boat back there. Look, look, look! I mean, just it's probably repairable. Yeah, boy. I don't know. I don't know if she was straddling the motor once we shoved it up in there, but yeah, she was. There ain't nothing right like there worth it. Look, at, I tell you what, that Honda had a bunch of airbags in it. But you talk about a, a foreign car. Look at that thing. Got hammered, man. And, and we, we weren't going, but probably because we just come around that sharp turn. I'm gonna say we were probably going forty to forty five. So that, like we weren't going yeah, fast. That, we was that's that's you can't see it because the radio. That that's her got to be her engine block and stuff. We was lucky where we hit that shit gave. Yeah, it wasn't like a T bone and us dragged her in. She's yeah. lucky one two where we hit how we hit in second that we wasn't a tractor trailer. Because if we was a tractor trailer, we probably would have came up here on this left side, and that front left tire would have hit her. We probably went over the vehicle and probably would have pinched her down into it. Did her windshield shatter, or is that scratches? No, that's just shattered. That's yeah, shattered. That, that I wonder got. what you think just from the like the recoil of the wreck, or, or did a mailbox hit? I guess. Oh, hot damn! Is that the pizza? That's the that's the dude, that's the pizza. That's the pizza. There's I the people that it. ordered it back there. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, where the hell's my pizza? At? <laughs> hey, they did pretty good. They they didn't they didn't waste no time and uh, come back on there. They uh, had to shut down. Air, uh, oh, Concord didn't they? Or yeah. uh, Mount Hope? Airbags deployed. <clears throat> yeah, they shut it down for a while. Airbags deployed. Windshield shattered. Yeah, once those come out, it's uh that, that truck's total, right? Well, uh, there you go. Everybody keeps asking me that. Uh, Cody had a good point too. He said, "I didn't want. I don't want to be driving a fixed, wrecked truck. Because if someone would rear end us and they would have bent up the bumper and the bed and tailgate, replace that. But the way that hit on that front left tire, yeah. and, and the way I, I know there's got to be something on that frame, a bracket or something. Something's got to be jammed up enough to where like it's not factory. Right. And I don't. It'd just be a hard situation. But dude, it sucks being in that vehicle for. And what's wild is like." I've lived in my head. Let's say I let you drive. I let you drive second, and I'll drive third. Yeah. And let's say my driving, we would have got home forty five seconds later, or yeah, two minutes early. I know. It never yeah. would have happened. So I look at stuff like that. I'm like, bro, that's wild. That's yeah. It goes. You got people. We got people like this. God <laughs> that's dang, bad, man. that is bad. Especially when you don't have dental insurance. That looks sharp. You don't have dental insurance? No. Oh, tough. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's it's, so that's it's eighteen hundred dollars to do a root canal with with dental insurance. Luckily, it wasn't a root canal. He just had a feeling. <laughs> so we, all right. but that yeah, that was the story coming back. We we t bone them or not t bone them, but we hit almost head on head. And I'll tell you this: if you've never smelt an airbag, yep, I keep hitting on that. Go to a college football game and go into the locker room and get the fattest guy's jock strap and take a whiff. It's terrible, Honeycut. I, I don't know if it's the dust because it sits in there I, for so long. I, I, I think it's just the chemical. I was telling somebody, I'm like, bro, it is not human nature to smell that smell. No. You smell chemical oil and, like, airbag. And, like, forever in my head, when I smell that in my brain, it's going to go, something ain't right. Because <laughs> that's, that's a wild did it, smell. Did it mess you up at all? Did that airbag hit you? It just cut my wrist. It's healed now, but it gave me a cut on my wrist. And then I think what happened is like when I locked up, like I think I locked my arms, if I remember correctly. And I went, so when we hit, like I went up because like my arms didn't give. 
So the airbag hit my arm and kind of my chest, and I think my head either hit the the ceiling or something tall. Well, he only has like two and a half inches of clearance. So what yeah. did it feel like when it hit you? Yeah. I mean, it about like you can imagine, like it was just, I guess, just a, a big. Just I know yeah. I was down on my phone, and I heard no, 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 and I look up, and I'm seeing. I'm driving and I'm seeing this car and it's almost like reality going like your brain's like, all right, am I being tricked? And, it's, and like your brain's like, no, this is real. And in my head, I'm like, damn, she's close. And like in my head, I'm like, oh God, she's close. We're gonna hit. And then it, she turned in front of it. And yeah, I, I swear, like I guess it was survival damn, instinct. And I was like, I was like, my brain was like, bro, we're hitting. And it was, I remember like, and I'm like, oh my, and I come to a, I guess a stop. I talking to Co- talking to Cody, talking to Cody, and both both of them could have fine. Like, yeah, yeah. I got out. Cody said, "Max, die nine one one." I got out. First thing I did was check on the dogs. And they was both just eyes looking at me in the kennels. You know, thank God for good kennels. And then I went over there and went over to her car and then pried her door open, <clears throat> and um, she was bleeding from the nose. And I asked her, "I'm like, hey, you all right?" And she's like, "I don't." She's like, "I don't think so." And I was looking at her and like, nothing looked broken. She was just shooken up, and like in my head, I was like, "No, you're all right. You, you, you good." And it, I mean, there was no aggression to her. I was not mad. It's just no, like one of the things. It's like, damn, man. She just it's a common accident. And um, it I'd been I'd have been it now that'd have been a different ball game if one of y'all would have had a crazy injury or something. But yeah, apparently, yeah, you was a little bit Loopyville, right? I just yeah, you say that, but then I remember up. I remember asking you guys. I remember talking. Yeah, I was like y'all. coherent, like I was responding, but I was just like, yeah, it just. Cause I'm like, first thing I thought was like, damn, broken chin, broken forearm, broken shoulder. Someone uh, like, like, yeah. is everybody good? And I'm everybody. We we had bumps and bruises on our shins and stuff. My my. It could have been a lot. My building inspector, I told him about. He, man, I heard you was in a wreck. I said, yeah. He said, damn. I was like, yeah, pizza woman put out in front of me. He's like, oh okay. He's like, so y'all got free pizza hut for life, right? I said, no, we didn't do that. He's <laughs> like, damn, I would have been eating pizza the rest of my life for free if I was y'all. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, we. Ambulance, the guys, paramedics came up. We're like, nah, we're good, man. We, yeah. we're all right. Don't even mess with us. But no, he, yeah, he asked me about rest. I was like, nah. He's never been in a, never been in a wreck. Never, well, I, sorry, never been in an airbag wreck. I've been in wrecks. Never been in a sitting situation like that. And I tell you what, honestly, I, because I feel like I didn't go forward either. I feel like how we hit, we went up. Seat? I don't remember. I have my phone. I don't know. Because I, I personally don't think you or Cody slammed that bag. No, like I, I specifically remember locking up. Like I, you feel the air. I felt the airbag. She felt the airbag because her nose was bleeding. Like she hit. She hit airbag. She hit airbag. Well, I think well she didn't hit airbag. I think the airbag where, hit her. Yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. it crossed her vehicle, I don't think she was a head forward collision. I think she was sitting right there in airbag. You know, probably yeah. Well, as close as girls sit to them damn steering yeah. wheels, yeah. too. But, well, it's either, it's either break your nose or break your neck on the steering wheel. So, it's like, obviously, snap yeah, my right. damn nose. So, But I think we all, because I think I remember, too, I think I remember the up factor, which then again, I don't know if that's even bad, even worse, because of, you know, a situation of you hitting your head forwards bad in your neck. But think about going up and, like, jamming your head. I know. <laughs> yeah, they don't protect it. They don't build the cars for protection on that. No. But I tell you what, my whole life I've been a stickler for seat belts. I've just always, you know, I, it's just something I do. You know, I'm like safety Steve when it comes to them because obviously your life could flash like that in a second. Next thing you know, you don't talk to your best friend no more because they ain't there. But 
every single one of us wearing a seatbelt, and I think different situation would definitely occur if uh, one of us was beltless. Yeah, that I mean, so my probably I don't think it was a thrown forward through the windshield. Don't think it was that. But somebody probably would have been hurt. Yeah. If it, if she if if we would have t boned her, like if we would have hit the true side of her, yeah, it'd been full. It, she well, I mean the amount of the boat, like momentum we, we had. We was forward. heavy. Boat yeah. was heavy. Boat was loaded yeah. down. Like you couldn't fit another decoy in that boat. Yeah. Gear, guns, bag, dogs, coolers. I mean everything. Jane I mean, was shook up. She was yeah. shook up. Did you hard. say she? <clears throat> she was pretty bad. Like you went off with her or whatever. I went over to the side on the grass and stuff, and like <clears throat> she was trying to run away from me. And it like that's the total opposite of the way she is. Yeah. You know, she's a lovey dovey, but she she got that dog in her though. She got turned into dog. a warrior out there. She did good. Um, but no, she was trying to she was trying to like run away from me, and I was like, shoot, I don't want her to get off this leash or something. So I actually put her back in the kennel. Yeah. And then when Maddie got there, she put her in her car. But she probably just didn't like the noise or sound stuff. Well, but, I mean, you. Yeah, I wouldn't either. You think that dog is looking out the back or asleep, mm-hmm. and they hit something that hard, their whole body is probably getting thrown up against the back side of the. I tell you, one, well, one thing I, I don't know what happened. One thing yeah. I did, I did see, especially well, her kennel, her kennel had um, cedar shavings. When we, it was we, all over. I, I looked at it. The back of the shave, <laughs> yeah. it was. The back of the shavings, though, were, like, waved up yeah. against the wall. So, I think wherever she was curled up, wherever she slid, yeah. and that's why I think them shavings had a little. It, it shook her up. Yeah, I, Ruger, I could Ruger was fine. Well, he's got a lot of meat. <laughs> he's got a little extra cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, he went, well, bam. He's like, Man, I didn't feel that. Yeah. But, no, but uh, it, they're fine now. It, Thankfully, it was, like I said, it could have been, that could have been a lot worse. For what? The carnage? Well, even uh, – <laughs> My uncle John, wildlife, he, I showed him pictures because I was like, "Yeah, it ain't that bad and everything." I showed him pictures. He's like, "No, no, no. that's a, <laughs> that's, that's a, a bad wreck. wreck." He he told me a story right after that about um how he uh got in a chase somehow. Don't know how how it turned into it, but got into a chase. He was chasing. He was chasing a guy, and um the guy was going like nineties, ninety five and stuff. Well, somehow another intersection, something, and the guy T-boned something, hit a car, like smashed it, and both vehicles came to a stop. And he stopped and got out, and he said the the car they smashed was el- like an elderly old woman and a man. And he said, uh, you know, his instinct was, you know, this guy's fleeing law and just hit a civilian. He went to the civilian's car and made sure they was okay. He said they was obviously cut up you know, bruised up, you know, they just got into yeah, a yeah. terrible, like, I mean, high velocity wreck. And he said they was fine. Well, he said in the meantime, he looked back and he looked and he said the guy that done the damage, his car caught on fire. So now he's like, gosh, dang, now I'm in this predicament where these two elderly people are, you know, need medical assistance. And then the guy's car's he's on fire. And he said, luckily the guy, um, he's either with or someone else, another officer was with him. And then ran back to his car and got an extinguisher and extinguished the fire. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, you know, here is this guy just fleeing from whatever bullshit he's fleeing from. And just, I mean, it's almost like a situation, too. We take green lights for granted. Like between yeah, y'all yeah. between I mean, y'all two, when y'all drop, when, when you're at a red light and it turns green, do y'all look left, look right, y'all just drive straight? Not intentionally. If I look yeah, left, see? it's just because I'm looking. Correct. Not... So, I mean, it, and I don't know, it's, it's a... 
I don't know. It's it's crazy world, especially vehicles and how quick something can be. It's taken not from you. It's the other people. You got to yeah. look out for. It. Unless you're on inst- or Instagram, and it might be you. <laughs> well, it's probably it's probably it's probably you, buddy. <laughs> but no, nah, man. Other other than the the shooken up part at the very end of the trip, man. I I had a blast. We, I, as as much as I guess as we both share the same passion as crazy ours for waterfowl, bro. If we can be in a different state. Shooting yeah. birds, I'm I'm okay with it. Beast of shit out of working, right? Beast of yeah. shit out. Dude, of I, there was a, I can't remember when it was, but there was a point I was like, Max was my best man, Cody my brother, he was my best man in ducks. Bro, what like, you she like? You can't beat it, you know. Damn right, bro. Ain't ain't nothing like getting back from getting back from the hunt. We throw on some music, um, make Listen a liquor to Hardy drink. hundred Ma- times. Oh, I was hardy in the hell out of them boys. On the wrong side. They, they they didn't have a chance, and we we. Pour some liquor drinks and it's just guys, just yeah. so much fun. Man, man, we I guess we ain't too proud of this moment. We uh I brought a half gallon down there. Oh, listen and, to this. And um And I brought a fry, fifth. So I, I don't fifth. even know where that fifth went. I guess we started on it. So lo and behold I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know where it went. Lo and behold, Colton's the same guy. We sun dot sun dropping Jack Daniels. Same passion. God almighty, just liquid gold in a cup. I drink three of them. It was, was that it, was, it was like a burp in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that shit I was hoping was y'all like wouldn't hear it. Surround sound in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> that shit went from my left ear to my right ear. But uh, Monday. When you watch a porn hub and they switch it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be terrible? If I just... <laughs> oh, oh. Well, uh, BBC. Uh, but uh, no, uh, Monday. I guess we had like an eighth left of that half gallon that handled. And so far, Colton's other fifth has, has dissipated, evaporated in, in the midair or something. And then I was talking to his brother. I'm like, man, I don't know if I need to buy a half gallon or not. I'm like, and I always go back and listen to stupid shit I say like that because, of course, we needed that. <laughs> we, and then I was like, you know, I'm just going to buy another half gallon. So I bought another half, ga- half gallon, and I think that made us till Thursday, so three days, two and a half days. And then we were just trying to play it take it easy the next few days you know so colton's like well, i'm gonna buy a fifth <laughs> bro one, one <laughs> it was gone that day one evening colt <laughs> won it was uh i think it was thursday colt won or friday colt wanted to fire it up and it was like about 11 30 ducks didn't work out shit hunt and everything he wanted to fire it up and he made a liquor drink probably about 11 42 and i said damn bro are we doing this now because sunday in the morning yeah 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 i mean at a.m sunday we started drinking early, and that night I got tore up to the point where it wasn't like I was not where I should have been. You know, like still duck hunting in the morning. The next morning, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, hell no, hell no, I could break my leg, and I'm like, Doc, you got to patch me up. Yeah, Cody, Cody <laughs> drank a little bit too much, and I was calling. I was like, man, he ain't gonna make it. He's not gonna go. Park right I'll, up. I'll be damned. He got up. When you don't. You're drive, in a different you state. You don't drive that far for that. No. Yeah, he got up, went. No, nah, I'm either bleeding or my heart rate ain't where I need. No, no, but um. <clears throat> And then I think we start. We broke into that fifth like around eleven thirty or something. And I swear by four o'clock, fifth, fifth was gone. Gone. And we done that twice. <laughs> yeah. So what what we went, what was it we ended up with? The total amount we drank. Two. I think it was two half gallons and three fifths. That's and, a, that's and Cody may have had two drinks out of the because he bought he, he bought had Jim Beam. Beam. Yeah. So that's over three half gallons. But I tell you, I tell you what. Um, Change the situation too. I was not disturbing wildlife. Disclaimer. 
but uh, just checking out water with a drone, Brandon, that shit, that's that's a whole, that's a game changer. Oh, I yeah, I saw that video. That was pretty badass. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a whole different ball game. Just not because I personally think rather than, than driving up close to them and stuff, just eye from the sky, I think you disturb them less. Because I, I think they don't they don't see that as a threat. I'm at not all. sure exactly. Is the law that you can't disturb them and then hunt, or is the law you can't disturb them at so all? So I think I think from what I don't know. I guess I could look it up, but I ain't, I ain't gonna do it. I think I, I'm pretty sure. Anybody listen? Don't quote me. I'm pretty sure it's you can't disturb wildlife Period. with a drone. Period. And also, you cannot use it in any hunting practice, as in on this side of the canyon, fly the drone up, see a turkey. And then go hunt it. Go over there and track him down because you know he's there kind there, of situation. Yeah, but I, th- I think you're right, but I think there's a time limit in it because <clears throat> in well, those Colorado states like, and the states out there, you can elk hunt. You can fly in with the helicopter and see elk. But you can't hunt that day. Yeah, that's how. So that's like that's a like time. Alaska. You fly in Alaska and you see a moose. I wonder if you could. You, you, you can't if you fly in that day and you see, and you see a moose. Technically speaking, you it's got it's got to obviously get dark and get daylight again. Before yeah, you see, that's hunt. crazy to me because, which I mean, I, I guess they're predators or or nuisance, but you can shoot hogs out of helicopters. Yeah, coyotes, coyotes, same way. I guess it's yeah, only we, uh, it's only a nuisance thing, maybe. I yeah, guess. we we was down there with a guy who had infrared stuff, and he was talking about how you would take. I always well, I always want to do this. I always want to buy an infrared drone and go yodi hunting, mm-hmm. and start calling. And instead of just focusing on that one spot with a spotlight, fly the drone up and just three sixty scan the field, and be like, oh, hey, bro, we got we got you know coyotes yeah, three hundred eighty yards be behind us to our right, and turn around and I don't know, how much is an infrared drone? drone? I think he paid like eight grand. Ooh. That's what, what Michael said. He says his number. Damn. Like, who's got an infrared? Who's I mean, got it, it infrared drone? Is a guy that we know from I don't, out there. Oh. I don't think you could. I bet you could find one for under grand. You probably could, but that guy, he's got some money. He ain't gonna. I don't think he's gonna buy nothing real cheap. Knowing yeah. him, I don't know how I much think, he paid for it. It wasn't. It wasn't cheap though. It wasn't like a couple hundred bucks. It was several thousand. Let me let me let me find See out. See what you can find D- out. DJ Mavic. Let's talk about you for a second. What you got planned for? You think about anything for next season that you could be, you could do different that you did from this season? Um, really, I think we've started uh, out good this year. I'm happy with what we've started doing. Is we're already on ta- on cameras. Yeah. Now, granted, it's pr- I think it's more or less looking out to see what has survived for deer. Right. But we're already seeing turkeys on camera. Are you going to go to South Carolina, or are you just, y'all going to go back to I Stokes? think that's the plan. South I Carolina? Mean, yeah, we're going to try. It just depends, because if, if we can't do private land, there's no sense in us going, because it's the same. Yeah. It'd be the same season. We right. could probably get one extra weekend, but which no. I'd take all the weekends I can get. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Um, I'm the same way. Brand new uh, DJI Mavic 3 Thermal uh, 5500. So. 55, six, maybe oh. 6,000. Yeah, I was way off. He, I'm sure he, knowing him, he probably ordered several batteries. And I was, stuff. yeah. And I was, I was telling Colton, Brand, we're so yeah, we are. Uh, we're gonna do something along the lines where I just make your own mouth calls, just uh, yeah, I'll be down. Yeah, we just need to. I'm excited to actually get to like this. Well, is gonna, this is gonna be your first turkey season. Yeah, it is. But like I was telling you, not too long ago, I'm gonna be coaching the 12 year old team, so there'll be some weekends I won't be able to go. But I'm, I'm excited to be back, and I've got. 
You only Lucky get about four. I know. Oh, I'm, if four, I'm, if, I'm probably yeah. guaranteed to miss two of them. Mm. Yeah. But, tur- like I say, turkey's not my number You're, one yeah. hunt. I mean, that's, yeah. and I respect everybody it is, but it's just, I'd rather shoot that thing in the sky. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, tell you, I tell you what, dude, I, I, I don't know if it's something because it's a situation where it's all you have at that moment in time. But, dude, something since duck and deer it ain't it ain't nothing that moment in time i would take turkey season over any other season right that's how you're wired yeah yeah and it sucks for your situation who's like that because you're limited you're very limited limited to it yeah really only four weeks people who work yeah Yeah. if you wanted it like if you if you was batshit crazy over waterfowl technically if you time it from canada to the last season in the states like you can go four months yeah, probably you can September. Go, you, to, you can go September. Hell, technically, you can go all the way to February, May. If you, I mean, you can go conservation snow goose stuff like that. You could, yeah, you could go. So snow you goose. could drag it if you was like that crazy of just any kind of waterfowl. Yeah. But but now Florida opens turkey season quite a bit earlier than us, though, don't they? You could kind of do something like that. And and Kansas has a uh, spring turkey season. I mean, a fall turkey season. Yeah, but I I, I don't know if I would you be in that fall turkey season? I, don't know I wouldn't, but I think you can shoot hens during that time. Can you really shoot the fuck out of hens? Yeah, dude. I know when we were deer hunting up there, and we were we were right there on the line of Nebraska. I don't know, you know how. Yeah. So Florida's early March fourth through April 9th. so they start really early March. Yeah, March March fourth. Yeah, y'all to go down there, man. Maybe we should take a ride to that's Osceola. Where's Osceola? Is just uh, I think it's just Florida, is it not? Yeah. Turkey can They're a lot like Eastern. Turkeys are just like Eastern. Are. Really? Yeah. What's the what's the just the color? Well, just how they, they're they they gobble a lot the same and I think their color is oh. pretty close. Oh, okay. It's April, the Rios and the Merriams that are all they've different. got their own. So we got batch. 30 29 days. 30 30 days. Whatever it is. April 8th to May 6th. That's it. Man, March 4th. April 8th to May 6th. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm I gonna think be able to we hunt I think that open a weekend or not. If he's listening, we got we got a damn dude getting married on that day, April eighth. Yeah, I think April eighth. When's Aldridge sure getting married? Fifteenth. Uh, yep. So first Saturday of turkey season, <clears throat> Logan's getting married, and second Saturday of turkey season, <clears throat> Aldridge's getting married. But it. Uh, it's gonna be alright. L- luckily, I I was surprised. Say so y'all are not doing. We're y'all are not doing Stokes, opening season, no. right? Okay, because no. that that was gonna really. Because I I live I live for that Stokes trip on opening. Day. Even I though la- even though last year. year was cold and stuff, but I guess just to make it easier on everything, y'all ain't gonna do that. But we're gonna turkey hunt that Saturday morning. Go to Logan's wedding, hang out for a little bit, and then leave from Logan's wedding. Go to Stokes. Damn. All right. I guess Austin's driving. So Hopefully, right. roost them that night. Yeah, I guess y'all, yeah, y'all got it. You got to figure it out. That's for sure. I mean, hell, I mean, you got you at least got that Sunday bang on something. Yeah. So, <clears throat> especially with definitely, uh, definitely going to be interesting with that new clear cut cut over land. Oh, it is. Yeah. I could see a Tom just standing at the top of that, just looking, just sitting up there looking. I could see it happening. What's What's the update on Stokes? I know y'all talked about in some of the prior podcasts about renewing that lease. I think you're going to. 
It's really contingent on if Bobby and Terry get off of it. I don't think that they are. So y'all not going. I don't, I don't think if, I'm gonna renew. If he doesn't renew, I'm just gonna take his. I'm probably gonna take his. Max's spot. Yeah. What about the twin? The twins gonna renew yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you sure? Well, I mean, what else am I gonna do? No, I'm saying if they're gonna renew, because I know they were skeptical on it. But luckily, Austin didn't. I think get, no, Austin I, didn't get into the like wildlife enforcement, so it, it'd probably be pretty common he's that he would. Renew. I did just you, did you get? I know. With your schedule and stuff, and you duck hunting everything, did you get to hunt up there like as much as you paid for it? To no, hunt? you think? Yeah. No, I think I think uh, just cause us. I think the 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 amount of money I paid for my lease, I think grand total. I think I had four days of hunting. Yeah, man. That's well. No, I take that back. Four full days of hunting, as in like eight hunts. Oh, morning and evening. Well, one, two. I I probably only no. I probably had six, seven, or eight. Yeah, cause like I would, I would drive down there Saturday around noon, hunt that evening, stay the night, and then hunt and Sunday morning, morning and, and Sunday at noon come back. So yeah. I'd have two hunts a weekend, but I think I've only done it. Maybe I've only done it six times, but I hit it one time during the rut with muzzleloader. I was super excited about, and then the other two times wasn't the weather wasn't right, the wind wasn't right, it, right. It was just it was very shitty. But yeah, me I I couldn't get past the point where. You know, especially in Austin, they've done a whole lot more than me. All that work, all that money, all that stuff. And then them two old bastards are in that camper 24-7. So you could be working so hard to pinpoint a deer or something. Wait, the the other guys They stay, stay the down there in the camper. Fucking... They're retired. Or they're on disability. They don't work. They don't, they they stay don't do down there. shit but trash that land down there. If I was a landowner, I would not let Did that shit Did one of them happen. own it? No, hell no. They, they lease, just lease it too. One, they're they're out of the four. It's me, Andy, Austin, and Bobby. Bobby's the president of the lease. Bobby has a guy named Terry stay with him that helps him helps him hunt. Quotation marks. Helps and him. It, it rubbed me wrong. I basically said to hell that place. Once it got in my head, I'm like, man, bro, it it don't matter if we got a 165 inch deer walking around there. We can't hunt them seven days a week like they can. You know, I'm kind of surprised that Austin lets y'all throw the names out there of these two people who uh, kind of run the show because of how he's probably afraid somebody's going to slide into his lease. No, what I say, Stokes County, he's like, God damn, man. <laughs> you want to give him the coordinates too? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, boy, it's a private I, lease. I know. I think a, at this like at this point, time. it's just a. Uh, I mean, it's just what what they're doing is just not right. Yeah, and they log. And they log I knew, some land. I knew it was. I knew yeah. it was effed up when um, I pulled in there and it was prime. It's like muzzleloader rut, and they rolled down the window and come up to me and the first thing they said, "How long are you hunting till?" They didn't even say hi, but they're nice guys. I mean, don't get me wrong. What, what, he, what were they trying to? What did they mean by that? I think they meant by that because when we're not in that camper, Bobby and Terry split and they go hunt the damn property wherever they want. I think the guy that's supposed to be helping Bobby because he's on disability, well, we're not there. Both of them's toting guns in the woods, sitting in different trees. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. How many people you know that help somebody hunt that ain't gonna carry a gun that's in the hunting? That's what I'm saying. But I mean, we four people pay a, a lease split six, five, that's, four ways. Yeah. And it's not cheap, so it's Tell, like the thing about it is, is though, you've got the majority. He, Bobby's no longer the majority, so you got to give up something. Yeah, and that's I think what they're gonna do is gonna get another field or something like that in the mix. So I know they're gonna they're gonna renew this year. 
But as far as after that, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's a lot. I mean, it's a good I've little s- drive. It's a lot of money. I don't. Like, I don't pay anything, and I've probably I've spent so much time up there. Brand, I'm Brand, going tomorrow. Brand's done more work yeah. than me. What y'all doing yeah. there tomorrow? Just checking cameras. Well, if Austin's still, still there, live. Yeah. Yeah. Brand, Brandon passed probably two years before I've got on done more work than I have, and I'm yeah. part of it. Yeah. That's the thing, man. But, I mean, same situation. If I don't join, I'll still – if they want to go hang stand throughout corn, hell yeah. I'll, I'll do oh, that yeah, shit on yeah, Because, I mean, sure. even when I wasn't a member, well, I guess well, not a member yet, I wasn't part of the lease. we go down there and shoot turkeys. Hey, you know what's funny? And I'm not throwing jabs or anything, but I remember when Austin first told me about the, the lease or something, he's, I was like, y'all going to be hunting it? Did y'all renew the lease or something? I forgot the question. He said, yeah, but we can't take anybody that's not on the lease. <laughs> I was like – Pretty sure honeycut was up there. Turkey hunt with y'all last year. <laughs> but I didn't, like he I said, said I'm real not, quick. Yeah, I'm not throwing jazz. Well, he also, told me that, and I was. <laughs> he also, he, he obviously awesome. But yeah. I remember I was talking about, uh, I was like, hey, man, you know. Because Andy and Austin, me, we both know it. Terry's hunt. Guy that's not on lease is hunting. Ter- oh, okay. Yeah. The guy who's helping out the other guy, he he's hunting. And in my head, I'm like, hey, can I, would it be frowned upon if I take honeycut down there? And, like. Cause I mean, I would enjoy the shout that just oh having, having God, you yeah. talk to, and I was like, would it be frowned upon if like you know they come up on us and I had a gun, but Honeycutt just had a camera, and I was like, nah, 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 don't do that. Really? And then after that, I'm like, I got, I sat and stood on that for a little bit. I'm like, no, f that. <laughs> no, I mean, my boy ain't gonna have a gun on. Well, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna treat it right. He's just videoing that some gun has. I mean, and it, yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah, it was kind of one of them. And then I was surprised when Austin he calls me, hey. No. What's he doing? What's he doing this weekend? Look, I I just the way he said if I if I would go up there, I would not want to shoot a big deer of y'all, especially because I need, shot. If I would ever went up there, I would strictly want to video. Well, just you or depends, it, depends it on what. Be nothing like depends that. on the situation. I, I don't know. I Austin, don't. Austin just goes. Yeah, but if you, you're not allowed to hunt if you're not on the lease. <laughs> I was like, okay, man. I was just asking. I, no, I've I have never I've never asked to deer hunt. I I never bothered them with that, which that was really not till two years ago was never really my thing. Yeah, correct. But yeah. I've always just I've we've just always kind of went up there because I've always went throw out corn and check oh, cameras I, and everything. I, we've got I, I can't manage the spots I've got around here. I'm not saying like try to go up there or nothing, but. You shot a deer with a – wasn't that the opening? That, wasn't that yours that when you say, oh, it's coming out of her, bro, we're going to give her 20? Oh, that like was that. – that, that your deer, though, with a bow? Yeah. Yeah, but – Yeah. That wasn't up at Stokes, though. Yes. No, that, that was, was – oh, oh, that was a game land. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. said he oh, shot he shot it, <laughs> the and I couldn't Coast. get it on – I couldn't <laughs> get it on camera enough, and I was like, bro, did you see that – that's in our intro. I was like, bro, did you see that coming out yeah, of the side yeah, of her? yeah, yeah. Bro, we're gonna give her thirty. She's down. I, I got that mixed up. I was thinking that was on Dude, she she was... turned. He went. Funk. She come the way she come, and she turned, and someone opened up the floodgates. I said, "Dude, she's dead right now." Saw it just pouring. She, out. I bet she. I bet that deer died within. It was that broad head right there behind you. Yeah, I bet that deer died within sixty seconds. This the is the QAD Exodus. That is a bad joker, dude. For a fixed blade. Yeah. She probably the best bang for your buck. Fixed blade on market QAD Exodus. I believe yeah. it. I got a, I got kind of a crazy deer story. Should I tell the story about the nine pointer I killed with a knife? That you got, can't. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Kind of yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to Ro- Roscoe's yeah. probably like, why ain't I been fed by now? But <laughs> yeah, you got to go back home for Roscoe. Mm-hmm. I thought we was playing poker with, with three people. So we're not gonna play. No, we're gonna play. 
We're gonna find. We're gonna find Joe Schmone. I'm gonna go pick somebody at BP and bring him on when we come back. We're playing. Uh, we're gonna play a four. So we we were hunting on a piece of property that we got, or I was hunting, and it was like I think it was like three p.m. I just crawled into the stand. Well, I shot a doe. It was either like the day before or two days before. This was back when I had a decent amount of time to hunt and everything. And uh, a nine point buck come out, and it was a decent ways off, and it come into shooting range. It was still probably 150, 200 yards, and I shot. And I hit it high in the spine, and it dropped. Well, when it did, I was like, I'm going to shove one more shell in there and finish it off. Well, when I shot the second time, I hit it right, but the way it was laying on the ground, it just barely went through through and out the front shoulder because it was on the ground. Its back end was paralyzed, right? So it's, it couldn't move its back legs. Its front legs and its head were fine. Well, I go to shuck the third shell in there, and I'm like, I'm going to walk up on it and finish. Well, I go to shuck the third shell in there. And I didn't have my third shell, evidently, because I had shot that deer the day before or two days before. I was like, son of a gun, this deer is still alive, moving his head and everything. I was like, what do I have on me? I have a little fanny pack with a knife and some, uh, like, doe and ester spray and a, a headlamp and stuff. So it's like, oh, I got this knife. So I walk up on this deer, and I go to, like, it, it's trying to come at me with his antlers, right? And I, I finally, I step on its antlers and try to hold it down. And I was going to stab it in the neck and kill it, like slit its throat mm-hmm. right there in the jugular. Well, I go to stab it, and about the time I do, I guess it felt like me move, and it moved. And I just stabbed it right in the side of the neck, and that just pissed it off. It was madder than hell, dude. It was starting to, <laughs> like it was pissed off. But it couldn't move his back legs. It was just his front yeah. two legs, right? And it had a hole in the side of his neck with a knife. So um, finally I get uh, – Step on his antlers again and slit its. I was able should, to slit its throat. Should name that deer Moly. <laughs> Holy it's, Moly! It's, I got a mounted. It's in the living room. But that was probably the most deep like connection I've ever had with an animal in the wildlife because I had to sit there and hold that deer's head up so it would drown in its old I guess, blood. Oh, in, in a, in a and way, I watched the life leave. Yeah, that, in like, a way, I watched it like it was very like like Lord forgive me. But this yeah. this deer needs to be put down. You're just trying to end the suffering. I was. I didn't have another shell. Like it, maybe it was my fault. I should have made sure I had that third shell in there. It's your fault. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, it was your fault. But that was like that was a deep. That, that was tough. But I <laughs> tell you what, Dad. Dad, growing up, he he done some crazy stuff. He like Andy, maybe Austin. Austin would shoot a deer and wound it, and Dad would just grab the gun, and take just take off running through the thicket, gone. <laughs> And, you, and, and you would just you would just hear like and we'd be outside just holding a flashlight just shaking and up in some thick stuff and you'd hear mm. and he'd come walking out and he's like, and he'd be like you got him you know <laughs> and it's like, you got and, him not and me. in your head it's like did I though <laughs> you know kind of but it was like sixty percent me forty percent bro you should have seen that dude's face lit up when I shot that deer with him. The, the last he's just happy to be there with you. I don't know the last time uh, he's had a son shoot a deer with him. It oh, had... were y'all in the sand together? No, we was in a ground blind together. Really? My, my last doe. I didn't know that. Yeah, so my last doe, I guarantee you the last deer that's been shot with him in the same stand, I bet you 80 or Austin was probably around 12. Sure. So he so just he just happy to be there oh, with he you. He was grinning like a possum dog. So I we, know he we was, uh, yeah. and you could tell when we were sitting there because my bad luck, 
definitely follows me. He's got deer out the wazoo. And I swear we've sat in that ground, line, ground blind before. And I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Dad's like, over there, like, you know, he's like, damn, I don't know why we ain't seen no deer. I'm like, well, Dad, I can tell you right now why we ain't seen deer. Because it's <laughs> me, my boy. You know, it's, it's what happens. And sure enough, that last day of this season, uh, he's like, yeah, I see some movement. And he gets all fired up. Yeah. Okay, and I, I throw my, my binos up. I'm like, okay, doe comes out, and you know, two younger ones behind it. You could definitely tell that these two younger doe are was hers, mm-hmm. but they was all grown up for her to survive. And in my head, I'm like, she's a little smaller than I want because I was want I was wanting to win JB's big doe contest. Mm-hmm. Cousin, I bet, I bet she may have been one. That was your cousin. Yeah, she may have been one ten, one o five, one ten, decent doe, but nothing crazy. Yeah, and she come out. And Dad's like, you want to shoot her? And I was like, yeah, I guess I didn't come this far. You know, because we tried this last year, too, last day. And she got out, and she uh, it was weird. She was go, she was moving. She was trotting. Like, it was almost like, it reminded me like a buck, like, tracking a, a doe just without his head down. And um, I had to, like, move my tripod around the ground blind little corner and set it down. And fi- and he was, he, he, she was moving, and Dad was like, hey! Hey! And he finally, she just turned, looked up, and pow! And I guess I ain't shot a deer in a long time. She took off, and uh, as she was taking off, you know, she could tell you she was doing that like plow thing, yeah. you know, shoulder. And I, and when she ran, she got, she tried to jump the barbed wire fence, and she got yeah. hung up in the fence, and she was stuck. Well, I had it right on her, bro. I was about to drop another one in, and he was, hey, no, 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 stop, stop. She's done. She's done. Uh, and she took off. I'm like, damn, did it look like I shot her good? He's like, oh, yeah, she's done. And, bro, I, we walked up in there, and uh, crazy blood trail. Spray paint everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was it was right. Up, it was a little far forward than I wanted to be, but, dude, I, I smashed something up. And I, she was probably 20 yards right from that barbed wire fence. So I bet that deer died within 40 seconds, too. So it, it, was, it was how you wanted it. But in my head, I cannot stand. Because I was ready to rack another one. Because in my head, I'm like, bro, I made a bad shot. Yeah. Cause I, I guess is, I try to tell people too of, of the whole, and all the hunters can agree with this, personally, like turkey hunting, deer hunting, the actual removal of a, of an animal's life, I don't get off on that, you know, no. you know what I'm saying? No. I don't go like hell yeah, I just like shooting them just to see them die. No one says that. If you do, you know that's. Do your own thing. Right. It's, it's more it's, it's that the, you accomplish the, the goal. It's the goal. Yeah. It's the challenge. It's the principle. It's, you know, God made this animal. God gave you enough, put you in a vessel that can take that animal. Same. It's like, it's it's something people would, I guess if you don't hunt, you would never understand. But I guess I want to be, that's why with a recurve, I fear of just sticking one right in the ass. I'm like, God dang it, Max. It was, it was weird on my deer when I pulled the trigger shot and I was like, I asked Austin, so where, where'd she go? Oh, you dropped her. Where's she at? <laughs> I you couldn't see her. <laughs> I had, we'll see it hit her, and she dropped, and she turned over, and it was just legs. Well, t- and it, I, I had a hump that kind of <clears throat> rolled, that he, that field kind of rolled up. Uh, and when she fell, she felt kind of down the hill a little bit. So she fell back there, and I couldn't see him. And he's, he's up in the tree a little bit. He's probably five, ten feet higher than me. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you dropped her. You dropped her. I was like. I was worried I fucked it up, and you know she's wounded or something like that, because I didn't see nothing. Well, I uh, pulled the trigger. Where'd you shoot her at? I shot her right in the through the shoulder and blew her heart out the back. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of uh, 
drop shots or spinal related and the deer's yeah, technically yeah. uh still still alive at that time when you see the deer drop your situation that i mean she just she got blown out and she couldn't take it yeah you know she she probably dropped she probably dropped in shock and then just you know done like that, that leg just said yeah it's waving in the wind kind of like it looked like kind of like when uh uh, we hit that deer with pulling a boat trailer. And all we saw in the brake lights was a deer spin. We didn't hear no deer. <laughs> you hit the oh, deer. Oh, you was in the truck, too. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't driving. Did we get in a wreck? Or did you get in a wreck? Who hit the woman? You? Exactly. I but, hit the woman, you we, hit but, the deer. But we got <laughs> <laughs> hey, you proved my point. But we got in a wreck. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that was, we hit it and then I saw sparks, right? Yeah, because the fender was digging into the tire. Yeah, I saw yeah. sparks because Max hit the deer. <laughs> bent, that, bent that fender out with a mud stool, dog. Yeah, that's all we had. Damn right. It ain't nothing going to stop us from going to Tucker Town about uh, shooting shit. That's right. Come <laughs> that's on. That's right. That's how we do <laughs> But, man. well. Y'all about ready to wrap this one up? I Let's guess. It, man. I guess before Sunday. I've enjoyed up. it. Yeah, but absolutely. We definitely got to. We're going to play some poker? I want not? to. Yeah. Have you ever had an old fashioned? I don't think. Do you so. want me to bring ice, like cubed ice, or you got the good ice? I got the big thick solid. Is that what you need or no? Is it gonna fill up the whole glass? Oh, I mean, you, no. You can use anything, but the good ice is what you. I'll bring it. I got. That's the stuff six you need. cubes, eight cubes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ain't driving home. We drink that many. All right, we'll do that. I'll bring that. We're gonna shut down. All right, guys. Well. Appreciate you tuning in. Colton, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate y'all. First, appreciate you guys. First official guest with the camera. Come on. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna look weird when you go back and look at it and, and see yourself talking. It's it's pretty neat oh, how sure. we, we started this, but at least like hand gestures. Yeah, you, know, you can, you can see and it. even the T V. Which yeah. I I've had plenty with the sorry guys, TVs we're gonna get the T V right. Get a big one. But <coughs> I I've I've had, I've they had will. multiple people reach out and go, Man, we need to put some names with faces. Because mm-hmm. they they would like to see I would love to have a camera on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would love to be here when y'all do that. I was, I was hey, in that closet and listen, bro. I, I t- care. Hey, I tell you what, look, we'll we'll plan. It ain't gotta be soon, but we'll play another one. We'll get Dad back on. Yeah, we got a lot of people. And then to get and through. then for our for our like fourth guy, we'll put you back on with us. Yeah, I'll try to love to. Well, even the guys you were talking about too. Yeah, I'm gonna on. try to help y'all out and get somebody that oh, maybe can Dave, bring y'all some publicity. Dave Owens post got another one. Oh, did he? he posted another one. But. You watch him on YouTube. Uh-uh. Turkey hunting pin hoodie project. No, oh, I don't. Man. man, if I watch five minutes of TV, it's right before I go to sleep. That's all I watch. So, you, like eight thirty one, you're watching about five minutes. Yeah, about TV. yeah, about eight oh five. But it's because I can get to the gym on time, honey. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> well, just I guess getting to the gym ain't an accomplishment no more. It's when on time you get there, you know, five thirty, your piece of shit, five oh five. Hey, he ain't late hunting. But when we go to the gym, he ain't gonna be on time. But I go to the Austin gym. He gets to the gym. I get to the gym. Austin was there for about a, a week. week. <laughs> he don't go with y'all no more. No, no man, he, know, he needs man. to though. That dude, he knows. He done figured. He he trained for a reason, and that reason didn't happen. He said to help this place. Is this yeah. uh, the forum? Yeah, just the forum. Is yeah. it pretty busy in the mornings at five thirty? Not too bad. You could you could fit in there if that's what you're asking. I just, but you gotta I, be on the lease. I hate working, <laughs> yeah. working out when there's like just so many. When it's well, just don't like go, a, yeah, a de- from like, like don't go three to five, three to six. Like don't go. No, I'm gonna say probably bump that down four to eight. 
Don't go. Yeah, there's just too go. much ego in there, yeah, there and is. I don't like it. Well, but, I we there's some people that we know that work out there too that we can kind of joke around with and stuff, but I I yeah. care less what people think. We put our earphones in and we're talking shooting the shit. I mean, yeah, you just gotta say screw everybody else. There's yeah. some people in there. I hate there's waiting too. I think. There's a there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. like I want to do I want to do curls when I want to do curls. I right. You know what I mean? Well, they thing. have a lot of selection. They do, say. and there, there's a lot of people like I don't like the anxiety of being in front of everybody. Lift. I'm gonna be honest with you. One damn bit. Because I'm I'm in that gym for my health. Yeah. I ain't in, I ain't trying to make a magazine. Yeah. I'm um, because I'm like I'm where I don't want to be. So I'm in. Obviously, if you was topped out physique i don't know i guess you probably would still hit the gym for maintenance but it's like in a way like i'm i'm there's nothing in there for i can i hate to say this probably other than colton fuck everybody in that gym yeah. the hell with yeah them. i mean people come up and talk to me hey how you doing i don't care put your earphones yeah. in do your own thing i don't care at all man i'm gonna yeah. ask you hey if it's obviously hanging around colton he's met some people and like we'll cut up and i'll talk to them and engage in conversation but the rest of the people i don't care yeah, yeah. could care less if you're in there or not but well, I may hit you up. I may. Yeah, man. Come hey, on. Hey, man, I'll be there in the morning. Come on. He, j- he just told me to go because I'll outlift him. He Ooh, sounds gonna, like a challenge to me. If Honeycutt shows up, that's the first Honeycutt, what time you got to be at work? That's the first day. He ain't gonna it show varies, up. man. I work down in Matthews, so. Oh, you got to drive. I'm not, yeah. not going to second it. Honeycutt won't outlift me, but he's got to get there first to outlift me. Can't outlift hey, me. Hey, that's the hardest part. That's 80 Showing there, getting there. Showing yeah. up. Yeah, damn, if you don't show up 10 minutes late, you can get fucking fried. Because yeah. Colt, Colt well, goes to bed at 7 it. o'clock and gets up at 4, like, what Sudoku puzzle can I do today? <laughs> like a goddamn old man. Let me hit my peace pipe and play bingo. Ooh, Max hey, ain't here. Hey, yeah, are, you get, are y'all going every day? Is this every day? We try to, but it's, it's, Mondays, yeah. he. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't do Mondays for some reason, but I need to. He's Tuesday, Wednesday, sorry. Thursday, Friday. Yeah, we there. Hmm. It's just weird because we don't, we don't post about it, but, I mean, in the morning, 6, 6.15, 6.30. You know, the rest of the world's. I like it. Keeps the competitive side for me. I like it. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I like, but like I say, waking up and getting there is the hardest part. Other than that, well, we take enough caffeine to kill a small calf. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I take a scoop a day. Now, it. what do y'all do? You just shower there and go to work. I shower. He, he don't shower because he's homophobic. But I shower and I go to work. Max don't shower. You know, I feel like he throws. I think maybe <laughs> he's the homophobic one. Hey. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm not a, a nasty dude. I don't sweat like him. Oh, go ahead. Let's hear this one. I'm 110 percent not homophobic Same. from having to shower. Nah, you're homophobic. I'm right? not. Yes, you are. Name something. <laughs> name. Name. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, folks. There's more. Oh, what are you doing? There's more. What? Well, yeah. Would you love another man rubbing on your nipples? Love it. You gotta love it. You're just not gonna hate it. You're a hater. <laughs> you're homophobic. He ain't got to love it. You no, I know you don't hate gay people, bro. Just give me a hard time. He, he's, but like, you can't touch him. He's very anti-touching. He's not a toucher. Well, hell yeah, I don't want to get drunk and rub nipples. No, we <laughs> was trying to do a workout together one time, and he, like, he wouldn't, you probably can't even spot him on bench nowadays. He won't want you that close well, to him. Well, first of all, you don't need to spot me on bench, dog. <laughs> yeah, you got that one dirty vibe. I need, I need to get Austin <laughs> back on the fucking horn. Me and him used to work out all the time. I would I would crack the hell up if I saw you and him bust up in there. I'd be like, hell yeah. You oh, and Austin? Dude, if I love working out with him. Because he, we, hey, we I, have. For a while, Austin was shredded, bro. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We were at. Hey, both your brothers, I think, have are pretty good, like, just if, from. Hell, if both of them got back in it, it wouldn't take long. Yeah. Brandon, too. It wouldn't take long. We were at Gold's Gym, me and Austin. I shit you not, every night. 
really in, in high school. I, I can't I can't work out at night. I don't. Oh, I, I, that's my favorite, dude. I can't take pre workout. If I take oh, pre workout, yeah. I can't sleep afterwards. See, so that's old, the reason. That I can't. old man syndrome coming out. You, you pre workout caffeine don't affect you. I can stimulants take a, I can take a five hour energy and go to bed. You're weird. I can't do that. I can't take pre workout yeah, after I like can. three o'clock, man. I don't like to drink any kind of caffeine after twelve o'clock. Yeah, I know because it, it stays in your system. <laughs> Shit, boys, work. Uh, give me some of that. <laughs> you must be really wired in the morning because I'm over here. Like I took pre workout. I'm over here hitting my head on the steering wheel trying to. Fall you ain't asleep. taking enough. Ca- caffeine. No, I, t- I take enough to where Google says it's going to cause heart attacks. Yeah, it's not good. Caffeine, you still ain't taking enough. <laughs> caffeine does nothing but make you not feel tired. Honestly. Yeah, but they have st- the stimulants like beta alanine in it, like the stuff that gets you itchy. Yeah, you I ain't know. gonna sleep if you're itchy. Like I, oh, know, yeah, I know her. <laughs> Never heard of her. Beta. <laughs> but, we better wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah. We probably lost already <laughs> hundred listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. If y'all still in. listening, thank just y'all for shoot having us, me. Shoot us a comment. You get a free turkey go. Yeah, appreciate you, Colton. Colton Laws yeah, will sign. Thank you. Colton Laws is going to sign our turkey. Sign us calls. out. Sign us out, Colton. <laughs> sign us out. What you got to say? What's your last statement? If you could give a statement for the rest of your life, what would it be? A statement for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's not what you can do for your country, but no, it's the opposite. I'll tell you. Three something. words. Made in America. No. What was the thing y'all said during duck hunting? We didn't suck today or something? Skunk never smelt it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first bird we shoot, one of us look at each other and go, "You yeah. smell that?" Because I sure as hell don't. Ain't no skunk around here. We used in. to get skunk quite a bit. Now yeah, we're kind of limited. We used to be. The, we used to be the skunk boys. So so far, we've only had two hunts. I've had two hunts that been skunks. I've only had one, and that was because we couldn't get to the spot we set up. The remember the river was too low. We hunted right there on main channel. But I ain't saying that was the reason why we got skunk. We come more is that with Brunson and and Jeremy and them. Oh, no, I've had three skunks. Oh, well, that's At, the only one I got. Plus one on that one. No. Where did I get skunks? Remember, we was, all, we was, Jer- we was on the with Goose Field. Oh, and our right. goose hunts. Goose, goose so hunts never story. You're two, though. I'm three. No, not no, goose, bro. No. Goose is different. No. Goose can wake up and say, instead of going north, I'm going south today. Like goose. They're different. Still skunks. Hey, I'll tell you what. One thing I did enjoy here recently is riding through Salisbury. What on What is that, Main Street? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. Fucking music, music blaring has got mud all over the duck clapped out Dodge. <laughs> coming out oh, of the, coming out of coming the duck cut. Yeah, that, that was shit fun. was fun, man. Oh yeah. yeah, everybody's looking at us like, yeah, this yeah. Looks, this looks pretty typical, but not, yeah, let's. We'll, let's that's another spot we out. lucked up with in Cleveland that we got that spot. But um, Ohio. All right. Yeah, no wood leaf. What's your statement? Last statement for the rest of your life. I'll just say, man, that going back to the baseball stuff, don't take nothing for granted because just like that wreck, a few more seconds, things could have changed. So going back to the baseball, you never know when your last inning's going to be. I'll, I will always – I will be – hopefully I'll live to 85, but I'll be 85 telling my grandkids about last inning of professional baseball. So I'll take it. People say that. Same way for high school. My little cousin in high school, like, man, we had a blast in high school. And you take it for granted. You're ready to get the heck out. Yep. So I'll, for the people who listen, don't take your job, your anything, your, your family, anything for granted, job. man. You yeah, screwed a job. I, <laughs> screwed I, think, I think age numbers should be experience levels because you don't start really understanding what all that means until you get older. That's right. Even That's right. And I still think right now we even are going to look back when we're older and say, damn, I wish 
I mean, it's well, here, here, always, here's what here's it's, what baffles me. Average between the three of us, we're averaged out twenty five years old. Sure. There's somebody on this earth that's seventy five, and it's like, hot damn, you're three of us. You know? Yep. So it, what it's we're gonna blink and we're gonna be forty and going. God I know, damn. man. Your life ain't long enough. No. And it's hard. Right. It's never. I think it's hard not to say you should have done that because there's if, always if you're something. not saying that you didn't do something. You did everything perfect, and there's no way you did that. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So, there's always gonna yeah. be something. All right, well, cool deal. Well, appreciate, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you.